Hello, I am Kettle, and this is Dean Disaster. My alignment is lawful good, but this campaign's alignment is chaotic nonsense. left off with Azalea and Yarrow having met a local farmer going to assist him, finding out that there is some sort of connection with a local crime gang, heading back into the city, doing some research in the local church to the god of knowledge, and ending up in a local inn for the evening. Kettle and Indra left off having discovered the town of Greyfields, being ravaged by a local pack of giant rats and assisting the townsfolk in dealing with the vermin. They then set off to Wolf's Keep where we will begin our journey. So Indra and Kettle, you are walking towards the main gate to Wolf's Keep. There's quite a lot of traffic on, like general traffic on the roads. You see a pair of guards just kind of sat outside the actual gate. They don't seem to be searching people, but they're there for protection or assistance, generally. Okie dokie. So, Indra, how many bees is, on average, in a bee colony? How many? I need to know. Um, well, Miss Kettle, I, I suppose that's the sort of thing I'm going to find out, I guess. Oh, so, you, so the idea of researching... Okay, so you don't already... What do you know about bees? Because I need to make sure I know exactly as much as you know about bees. I know that bees fly around. They also have slash make honey and I honestly I don't I don't really know a whole lot about bees perhaps I I need to do some more research on that front thank you I think I think we're getting to the, the gate of the city here anyway so maybe oh. someone there can help you a little bit more than oh I yes I shall ask the first person I see about the bees and then we will learn everything we need to know yes I suppose we will <laughs> oh dear I really hope these people are still past walking through. excuse me excuse me is this to a guard or to a general pedestrian uh the first person I see so you're probably still kind of 15, 20 feet away from the main gate and you see what looks like probably a farmhand or some such who is walking out of Wolf's Keep down the roads with kind of an empty cart behind them. It's like, uh, yes? What can you tell me about bees? Uh, they make honey. Well, yes, I, I've already learned that bit. What else? What, what is the best thing you know about bees? Uh, if they sting you, they die. Oh, this is new. This is good. Okay, thank you very much, good sir. Goodbye. No worries. And just continues on with quite a bemused look upon his face. He's like, yeah, all right. And just <laughs> keeps going. Um, perhaps next time, people do not tend to really enjoy random other people walking up to them and asking them questions. Oh, how could you tell? M- m- multiple ways, really. But perhaps... Perhaps just leave leave it for a little bit until maybe it's someone you formed a bit more of a relationship with. So, exactly how many words do I have to say to someone before I can ask them about bees? I, 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 let, let's go into the city. Let's, let's just let's but, go in. But you, but you didn't... <laughs> she'll just kind of try and, yeah. to, try and talk to you but when you're walking away. Yeah, Indra will try to walk in fairly quickly and... Keep an eye out for like some sort of like kind of supplies shop sort of thing because I feel like we probably don't have a whole lot of supplies left from yeah. why <clears throat> the travel. Here. So as you kind of enter into the town, 
you enter into this main thoroughfare. So there are lots of shop fronts kind of scattered about with various things doing various, like selling various wares. There's tailors, smithies. There's a couple of kind of what look like fairly specific shops for either alchemy or potential other like more specific supplies. And you see kind of a couple of things that catch your eye. You see Fangor's Emporium, which has kind of a general goods look about it. It's got a sign with some kind of food rations and some tools and stuff like that. So it looks like it will cater to most things. You see a shop called Troust's Tremendous Trinkets, which has a quite ornate pocket watch as the symbol for this shop. You see something called the Adamantine Hammer, which has an open forge to one side, which is clearly a smithy. There's a Scarlet Vial, which looks as though it might be a potion or alchemy shop. And kind of the other main shop that will take your interest is called Asman's Finery. And it has a picture of a kind of top hat and a suit on it. So it looks as though it's probably a tailor. Tailors, okay. Um, well, I suppose we need to get some sort of supplies. Where, where exactly, how long were you thinking of, where are you travelling to exactly, Miss Kettle? Oh, uh, well, the thing is, I'm not quite sure exactly where I'm going. It's just what is most interesting to me. Um, and, well, bees, bees seem quite interesting, so okay. I'm quite excited about that, but I don't know where to find them, and also helping you is quite interesting, so I'm quite excited about that, but oh. beyond that, it's, uh, just kind of everywhere. Oh, okay, well, uh, there's, there's plenty of more interesting people than me in the city, really, I suppose. There's probably going to be quite a few people in here that are quite a bit more fun, but, um, I suppose I need to go and get some supplies anyway. I'm, I'm heading to the, the capital of the country, actually, because I was, I was, um, needing to continue continue my survey in over in the in the capital that's that's yes that's where i was going i was going to do that that makes sense i guess so i was going to get some supplies really from the from the general store as in the fangor's emporium i believe so yes it's a bit of a strange name but i think it's very exciting i have never heard of this word emporium before i assume it must mean something very exciting mm, more, more or less i'm it's only a general goods store so i guess we'll see Okay, off the Van Gogh, off we go. Yes, I suppose. So, as you enter, you hear this kind of little bell chime, and it opens out onto quite a ornate shop, surprisingly. It's very open, the aisles are all well laid out, you see kind of an aisle for general like food, you've got an aisle for tools, you've got an aisle for kind of clothing and farming gear. So it's all quite well set out. You see a couple of probably teenage humans that are busy about the shop. Some of them are brushing up or putting stock away. And there's a what looks like a middle-aged halfling behind the counter. Um, Indra would firstly check for any aisles where there aren't people in them already. So you've got one of the kind of young humans is looks like they're stacking kind of farming equipment. And then you've got a couple of aisles that are free, which looks like they have rations and also cooking supplies. And then you get to the counter. And then on the other side, you've got someone who's sweeping by what looks to be fairly basic weaponry, potentially. Not anything fancy, but there's like the occasional 
generic sword, short swords and some arrows and like a pretty crappy looking hunting bow and then there's a couple more aisles which seem to have more specific so things like cleaning supplies and writing supplies and things like that okay um i think indra would personally just be interested in going for the ration side mm-hmm. so can i go down that aisle pick up maybe five days of rations if that's there maybe yeah i think they just pick up maybe four or five days of let's go five days of yeah. basic rations and take it to the counter the man Kettle yep. would like to um, go down the same aisle, but looking through like the uh, cookery items and such stuff, um, maybe even the farming area, mm-hmm. she's looking for little small like nets, like just webbing nets. material. Okay, so I would say you find kind of a small fishing net. Yes. That is currently folded up, but you'd imagine when it was unraveled, it would probably be about five feet by five feet. So it looks like so you know just the basic thing for if there's kind of a stream or something like people throw it in, leave it and come back later. How kind of fine thing. is the weaving on it? So you've probably got inch cubes, I'd imagine. Mm, this is not quite small enough for bees. You also have kind of really like within the same aisle, mm. there is threads that you think potentially with some work you might be able to fashion into a net. You'd have to get obviously more of them, but they are cheaper just to get these threads that potentially you could craft this sort of item i pick up a bundle of the threads and i will also follow indra to the um counter um hello excuse me i kettle why do you have thread i would like to know how much they are please so the halfling fellow looks at you and goes hmm i'd say for what you've got there i could do you three silver pieces for what you've got there i do not have three silver pieces um, sorry, Miss Kettle, why why do you have thread? I need to make bee nets. You need to make what nets? Nets to catch bees. Why do you want to catch the bees? Because I want to be helpful. Thank you very much, but I don't I don't really need to I don't need bee nets. I do not need to catch the bees, I just need to take survey of how many of them there are in the area. Oh, okay, you should have said so. I shall put this back. Sorry, I am yes. sorry for wasting your time, Mr. Not a problem, dear. Yes, definitely something I should have thought of long ago. Anyway, sorry. Um yes, rations. Um I would like to buy some rations, please, thank you, please, if that's okay, thank you. So if you put five days worth, then be like, oh yes. Um 25 silver pieces for those, please. 25. Okay, so I have nine gold. <laughs> so it's two and a half gold. Okay, cool. There we go. There we go. I'm going to give him that. Thank you very much for your business. Thank thank you very much as well, sir. Um, I was wondering, actually, I don't suppose there's anybody... This seems like quite a big town. Is there anybody with a more, I guess, ma- magical knowledge or divine, maybe? So... There's a chapel to Prosnethus, who you would know as the god of knowledge, formerly a gnome. And he's also like, well, there's also a small sect of the Wizards Guild here, but they don't tend to trade with those that are not of their skill set, shall we say. Oh, that's... Yeah, thank you you very much. That's very, very useful. Thank you very much. Of course, of course. Excuse me, by skill set, do you mean that you have to show them a magic trick or do you have to be one of their friends? You would have to either be a wizard or allied with the wizards. Would I know if the bards' colleges are allied with the wizards in any way? They are not particularly. They have kind of wary alliances generally that they will assist each other but if you're a low level bard or not hugely involved in the college work as it's 
itself, mm-hmm. you're unlikely to get audience with them. It's only as like a large level. So they might collaborate on this is research like for the projects. whole. Yeah. yeah. But if you're a single bard going for not council business, you're unlikely to get it. Okay, cool. Unless, of course, you do some sort of trade for information. They're never above trading for stuff. All right, but cool. they don't give it away free, essentially. Okay, yeah, cool, that works. Um, Miss Kettle, actually, uh, you were saying you wanted to find someone interesting more than me anyway. Um, there's um, actually a chapel here to the God of Knowledge, if that might be something that m- Well, that would be very interesting, actually. I may not find someone interesting, but I might learn something yes. interesting, and that is just as good right away. Yes, there's the Wizard's Guild as well, but they're not very likely to trade with you unless you have something to give back to them. I maybe have something to give. I don't know. Depends what they want. Hmm. I suppose, actually, you do have some knowledge of the forests and things. You might be a bit in luck getting in with them. That might be very useful, actually. Yes. Will it be useful? Am I useful? Yeah, yes, very. Oh, this is fantastic news. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, well, um, I, I think I, I personally, I don't know about you, but I think I'm going to stay the night here. So I might go and see about getting some reservation to have some accommodation or something like that. And then I will maybe um, travel to, to, the, to the chapel. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. I shall accompany you. Okay. Are you saying this in front of the shopkeep? Um, yeah. So... Well, yeah, because we're speaking. So, yeah. Yeah. The shopkeeper will be like, well, I can guide you to... An, an establishment, if you'd like. Oh. Um, there are technically three inns in this city. There is the Cross Swords, which is in the western quarter. It's going to be a cheaper night for you, but you may want to be slightly wary of your coin purses and just keep a general eye around because it's less nice than the rest of the city. The Golden Falls, this is in the northern quarter. This is the most popular tavern in the city. It caters to the majority of us and you'll likely spend slightly more, but you're going to get better fare. And then there's the Crystal Chalice. This, I'm afraid, probably won't take you. It is extremely exclusive. You're generally not going to get in there unless you have a patron vouch for you. Okay, well, that's a bit difficult. I don't really want to go to the Cross Swords, but um, I don't know. Is it is it going to be very popular in the Golden Falls? Is there going to be lots of people around? Uh, it's mainly travellers that'll stay there. You'll get a few regulars that go in to drink and potentially some people come around. But if you rent a room, it doesn't necessarily... There won't be people sharing your room. It'll just be... Oh, I would like to have a quick look. Uh... Are there any... Ooh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Eden. Not Eden. That is not your name. (laughs) Indra. Yes, Miss Kettle. Um, Well, I don't know. Maybe either before you go find a place to stay, or while you go place to stay, I could have a look. I would like to go to the the Scarlet Vial. I would like to have a look in there, because I think that would be really exciting. Oh, yes. Um, well, I suppose I could maybe go and get get uh, get the room settled and come meet you thereafter. If you want to. I don't know. They're all... I will say that this main thoroughfare is where all these shops are. So the Scarlet Vial isn't going to be far away. It might be like a few minutes walk. Oh, so it's basically worth both of us just going through there. Um, okay, okay, Miss Kettle. I suppose you can go there. Might be able to find something. That's, like, relatively good for me as well, I guess. I think it would just be exciting. I don't know what would be in there, but I do like vials, so yes. it could be fun. You might yes. be able to get some more potiony things for your many bottles yes. of random liquids. Well, some of them are random. Some of them are very important. Uh, I, I Yes, I believe you. Sorry to be too salty. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's so nervous. <laughs> you, you did not 
insult me. I was just making sure oh. that you knew what was going on. Okay, of course, yes. Okay, yes. off to the Scarlet Vial. Off we go. Oh, I suppose so, yes. So you make your way in and you kind of enter. It's quite dark. There's not a huge amount of natural light. There's a few kind of what look like potentially magical lamps that are just kind of on around, which gives it quite a like dingy light. And there is a female Yuantai behind the <laughs> counter. Both of us going, wow. <laughs> Kettle would like to look around, assess the situation, and she will pop her goggles off and put them on her forehead. It's still slightly bright for you, yeah. It, just because normally you'd need properly dim light, and yeah. it's just verging on that. Yeah. But you, it's not so Abrasive. uncomfortable that you can't do it. Yeah. Just I want to be able to look at everything good and proper, even if it hurts a little bit. Yeah. And I just I don't really pay attention too much to what is going on around me, and I just go to the first shelf I see and I just look at everything on the shelf, yeah. every single thing. So there's quite a lot going on here. You've got empty vials, which look like just for people that are making stuff. You've got a few kind of ingredients, and then there's a shelf behind this kind of warded glass that it looks like that is. You've got a few vials. There's not a huge amount of them, but you've got a group of about three or four small vials of this kind of reddy brown, brackish colour. There are next to that two slightly larger vials of the same kind of view and the one next to it is this beautiful crystal vial which is quite a lot bigger and of a similar liquid but it's much more intense in the colour. As someone who can make healing potions, would I recognise that those are healing potions? Yes. They are, you know, regular, greater, superior. Um, You see one next to it which is smaller, Mm. kind of test tube-like and held up, which is kind of a very light blue with a kind of shimmering silver through it. And then there is a larger kind of mason jug-like size one with a single crescent shaped object floating around in the bottom of it which is quite a clear liquid. Mm. Do I? I'm not going to be coming very far into the room anyway. I'll probably stick a bit by the door. But are there any kind of roll like a, I guess, investigation or, oh no, what, kind of like maybe an arcana check to if I know yeah. what any of them are for my glance? Fun fact, I wrote my sheet wrong and apparently I have plus 36 to my arcana. <laughs> so shall I bother rolling? <laughs> 17 plus 36. What is it? Plus three or plus six? Oh, it's plus three, I think. Okay, that is, and that, that's... Is it prof- are you proficient? I'm proficient in I have plus oh, two. So it's, it's actually plus four. It's not plus three or plus <laughs> six. <laughs> that, was a 20, that was a 21. Okay, so you also would real, like recognise the three potions of healing. Mm-hmm. The small test tube one is familiar to you. It looks as though it could be a potion of water breathing, and you're not quite sure about the large mason jar one. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Indra's just basically going to... They don't want anything here and they want to stay away from people in general, so they're just going to sort of stand by the door like a little kid who's been told by his mum, like, okay, wait here, we'll be back in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kettle rummages through. Um, is there any, like, any price tags or anything I would have to ask to know how much things are worth? So each individual vial mm. is listed at one gold piece per vial. Actually, um, how how much does, how grabby is Kettle being and how little does she understand the situation? Because depending on how much she's breaking social etiquette, Indra will probably come and be like, maybe don't do that. <laughs> I'm picking up everything once to look at and okay. putting it back down again. Like, I, I, as someone who does a lot of alchemy, I appreciate the importance of yeah. what these items are. So she's like, hmm, yes, yes, hmm, yes, okay. ooh, yes. Like, she's not 
kind of discerning customer, the not yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so Indra is just waiting by the entrance then, maybe having like a bit of a look like, please don't do anything bad. But <laughs> excuse me, uh, do you do any two for one deals? Uh, not so much two for one, darling. I can do bulk discounts potentially. How many do you have to have to have a bulk? It really depends on what you're purchasing. Well, um, and first of all, I would like to ask, what is that weird jar with a moon in it? Because I have not seen one of those before. That is not, in fact, a moon. Oh. That is a potion of stone giant's strength. <gasps> Once it consumed, it will increase the power in one's muscles for a certain duration. Oh, that is very exciting. I do not have very big muscles, so it would be exciting to know what big muscles feels like. How much is it? That one there is 2,500 gold pieces. Oh dear, I definitely do not have that much money. Um, okay. Could I possibly get two vials, two vials. for one gold <laughs> and one silver? That's quite a... <laughs> I will be a returning a customer. I could set up like a, a discount card or something. I'll come back. I'll, I'll tell people about your shop. Is there anything else you have to offer? I have a nice flower from the woods that has got good properties. So as you kind of pick this up, you notice that it is a similar colour to a powder that is displayed as one of the ingredients mm. that is often used for making healing potions. So it's not enough to make a healing potion, but it would yeah. be a part of one. And she kind of looks at it and is like, ah, I mean, if you give me that... One gold and one silver piece. We can trade for two vials. That so, is an excellent well, deal, sorry, I do um, believe. I don't, so I don't mean to interrupt. What What were you buying exactly? I'm buying some vials so I can pick up more miscellaneous liquids, okay. as you said. Um, sorry, if I might make a suggestion. Can I do a check to see if I know what the flower is? Yes. Yeah. Uh, would it be... Nature. Nature. So that is 13. I guess you might know kind of like a duck leaf in mm. ours if... If applied on, like, rubbed onto, or some of the sap is used on very specific ailments, potentially, you might know that it has very minor healing properties. But, obviously, as an alchemist, you have more of an idea that when reduced and kind of the essence is brought from it, it has that ability to become more potent and right. for that mm -hmm. healing kind of thing. I'd be like, um, sorry, if I might make a suggestion, that flower, it, it assists with healing, yes? Yes. Could we possibly buy some more things that we could use with the flower to make something that heals more with it. Oh, I well, didn't think of that. As opposed to buying an entire potion or something of the sort. No, I didn't buy a potion. I was just going to buy an empty vial. Yes, no, no, sorry. I mean, like, could we possibly could could we possibly buy things to help make this into a, a potion of some kind as opposed to buying an entire potion? We have all sorts of alchemical ingredients here for purchase, if you so wish. I would like to rummage through the alchemical ingredients. What kind of role do you request for me to recognise what uh, I like and what I would not like? So if you're looking for specifically kind of rem remedial, so like health yes, stuff, or, uh, medicine, yeah. if you roll a medicine for me, that'll give you the rough kind of... Uh, that's a whole nine. Big fat nine. You get very distracted by these vials that you're oh, already nice. looking at. They're so pretty, they're shiny, got good stoppers on them. I don't know, There's, everything else is boring. Ah. The, offer is, <laughs> the offer is there for one gold, one silver piece, and this flower for two vials. Well, um, 
I think that is a good deal. What if I took the one silver off and promise I will come back and buy something else on a different day? I keep my promises. Make a persuasion check for me. Ten. <laughs> okay. She's like, yes, okay, darling, of course. Oh, thank you so much. What is your name? Because I must remember so I can tell everyone about your good shop. My name is Lander, darling. Lander. So I will turn my ten vials to twelve vials. Wow. And uh, thank you very much, Lander. I will definitely be back. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, miss, for your hospitality. Goodbye. Goodbye, see you again soon, friend. Do you remember to put your goggles back on? Yes, I do. I'm a smart little lady. I put my goggles back okay. on. Okay. Yeah, so you've done that. I'm assuming you're heading to Golden Falls? Is that I right? believe so, yeah, because risky, risky swords. So you make your way up to the northern quarter. You actually walk past the chapel to Prosnethus, and you end up in kind of arriving at this... Large establishment. It's not huge, but it's got a kind of sign that looks as though it's slightly enchanted. So it is a, what looks like a waterfall in front of a kind of setting sun, which makes this kind of beautiful Mm. golden glow through this wall. Okay, let's go. Very exciting. So you enter the establishment and you see a few things kind of all at once. There are kind of quite a few booths set up around the corner which could probably fit kind of, you reckon, about six to eight norm, like medium-sized humanoids. There's kind of a long bar with a tabaxi behind it, and there is a, what looks like kind of a poster board to the side of the bar with a couple of kind of scraps of paper on it, and at the bar you see a rat folk and a rabbit folk, looking like they're fairly deep in conversation, but that's all you kind of currently see at the moment, and they've both got a drink on the go. Um, okay, I'm assuming usually we go up to the bartender to ask for a room, so... Oh, is that this works? Yes, well, okay. I, I, I hope that's the person running the establishment, or I don't think we just walk upstairs, so I'll, 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 um, I'll, I'll, I'll go ask, I guess. Yes, I will. Okie dokie, off okay. Um, <clears throat> ex- <coughs> oh, sorry. Excuse me, Mr. Mi- um, ex- excuse me, ma'am, Pos- possibly ma'am? Yes, Hello. Hello. I, I was wondering if, if you had um, a room, uh, two, two rooms for, for two tonight. Two rooms? Of course, yes, of course. Please, thank um, you. So it's eight silver a night for a room, uh, or you can upgrade slightly and you can have bathing facilities included on it. It's slightly more expensive, it makes it a golden night, but it is there if you wish. I think the, the, the basic room would be okay for me. Of course, yes. Unless, were you wanting anything nicer, Miss Kettle? I I've don't got, mind. I've got enough gold if you, want to, if you want a premium room. Um, well, I don't really understand what bathing facilities you could have. So, what actually happens is you will request and we will bring up some heated water for you to bathe in. There is a basin and a bathtub. And then we will come in and take it away from you when you're done. So it's just, it gives you the slight privacy compared to the public bars that are around. Oh, oh yes. Oh, actually, no, privacy sounds good. Um, yeah, perhaps could I have a, a premium room, actually? Thank of you course. very much. Yes. I will just have a normal room. I don't know what you need all that water for. Had to make it, so I've got to do maths with my money, didn't you? One dollar. <laughs> couldn't just. Can't couldn't. believe you've done this. <laughs> I shall contribute one silver to you for my room, because that is all I can afford, I think. I don't know. Money is strange. Thank you. Thank you. That helps. Of course. She kind of 
rummages back. She gives you a key and a small wooden coin that's carved with what like the image of a bath on it. It's like if you just call for someone and hand that to them, they'll bring up your bath when you say you want it. And here's the key for your room. Thank you very much. Oh, I oh sorry, I never asked your name or introduced myself. My name's Killerman. Nice to meet you. Killerman, thank you. Um, <clears throat> Indra Ashvini from the Moonseeker Bards Academy. Lovely to meet you. Oh, a bard. I can give you a discount if you'd like to perform for the house at some point. <laughs> Indra's face literally turns, like, white. <laughs> and they're like, no, thank you, sorry. B- busy schedule on many oh, of things. Of course, of course, I understand. <sighs> okay. So... I also fully forgot her name. Was it Killerman? Killerman, yeah. yeah. So if we... Just quickly go on to what you see walking in. You see a young kobold, if you want to describe yourself for these Um, two. She has got a deep ivy green uh, scale all over her body that goes a little darker around the nose and the fingertips. And she is wearing these big goggles that take up the majority of her face with like tinted glass in them of sorts. And they look very handmade and like they could break at any given moment. And she's wearing a little like raggedy red dress and she's got about five different bags slung over her shoulders with little vials attached to her. Like, you know, like a utility belt, but like there's a vial in everything instead of like bullets. Um, (laughs) And there's just lots going on. Obviously not wearing any shoes. Yeah. And Indra? Yeah. Uh, Indra, you see a humanoid, uh, looks like old teenager slash young adult sort of age, uh, dark skin, quite like traditional, it looks like a uniform sort of outfit on. They've got, it's just sort of like nice, like kind of crop clothes, one sort of like blue cloak that hangs down one side. Um, they've got like this black hair, which is kind of a bob sort of length, but they've got like this one braid that hangs a bit lower. And probably the most noticeable thing about them is, um, the one side that doesn't have like this asymmetrical cloak covering it, they've got these kind of like very intricate, like white tattoos that are kind of spiraling up their entire arm and like a bit on like the same side of their face. And they've got this like pink umbrella as well by their side. So at the bar, you see the rat folk, they're probably kind of 10 feet away from you. Do you want to describe yourself? Yes. Yarrow has sort of a dark brown fur with like a reddish eyes and um, he's wearing sort of a mid-length quite a tatty black cloak um, and a lot of sort of dark traditional robe clothing like lurry strappy kind of very edgy um, and he's just sort of cradling his drink and then azalea the um, rabbit folk azalea is a three foot tall white rabbit folk with sort of like the tips of her ears are black and she's got a little black dot button nose. Um, She has bright sparkly sapphire blue eyes Um, and she's uh, wearing a very unusual chain mail armour but if you get closer to it you see that it's not actually made of metal. She has a cloak slung off one shoulder which has a symbol on it that you can't quite see yet um, but you can tell there's some kind of pattern on it. Um, A small, you would recognise it, a small wooden leer it's mm-hmm. just poking out from underneath where her cloak is draped over her. And you see this five foot tall halberd next to her, uh, propped up against the bar. She's got her drink in both hands, but she's sat quite upright, um, looking quite happy, just chatting away. I have a very important question. Mm-hmm. Are there ear holes in your hood? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> of course. Yes. Just had to check. <laughs> is that a question you needed to ask? No. no. <laughs> we just had to confirm. Now it's canon. <laughs> so, as you two are booking your rooms what are you two discussing Yarrow and Azalea what are we discussing 
Can I smell it? <laughs> 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 Fuck! Well, previously you'd gone to the chapel of Prosnethus, done some research, yes. and your next point of call, particularly for you, and also for you because you're looking to discover roughly where your powers have kind of originated from, you're looking to go to the Wizards College to potentially trade some sort of information or find a way to do that. So, brother, tomorrow, very exciting, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun, but wait, um, is that, is that alcohol? No. Oh, okay, that's fine then. Yeah. I just remember you, you, you don't drink, do you? Oh, you're such a good boy. Yeah, yeah, I don't drink, no. I still don't drink. Oh, Even enough. though you're ten feet away, you can tell this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> is he coming off as like visibly a little bit tipsy? Yes. He's, <laughs> he's half cut. That's exactly <laughs> what he is. So tomorrow we'll go visit the wizard, and then we'll get all the information we need, and then we'll go on to the next big adventure, and we will find your relic, and we will find out what to yeah. do, and we will match up with the Ganassis, and we'll get all the powers, and we'll be really okay. good, and then we all can right. go back home again. Azalea. And then we can... Azalea. Yes. We're, we're bringing it in. We're bringing it in. Yes, sorry. That's it. You just see her ears <laughs> droop down a little bit and she just sort of goes, oh, do you remember this one? And she whips out her little lyre and it begins to sort of tune it. Do you remember? Do you remember? Mum used to sing it to us. Hold on. Just, just a minute. Just mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. sure it's... We go down to the forest one day, we follow the bunnies that burrow away, enjoy the hay as we munch along, singing our happy bunny song. Yeah, I remember. Make a performance check for me, Azalea, please. I want to see how well you're playing your low. Oh, wow. 23. Nice. You are playing it amazingly. It is beautifully in tune and you are kind of harmonising with your voice. Something that Indra particularly would pick up on at this point, I would say. Yeah. Hearing music that wouldn't be out of place in your college, essentially. Interesting. Very naturistic, very sort Mm. of singing about the woods and the plants and how, you know, we're all one planet and we should love each other. (laughs) It's Azalea's hippie song. Yeah, Yeah, look after (laughs) each other and be a family unit. And we should all be one. And the Hawks are the winners, the winners of the game. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fuck it up. (laughs) Indra, Indra. Yes. Well, a minute ago, they were talking about the wizards. Um, so that could be interesting, but also, um, what is she doing to that piece of wood that's she's, making so much noise? Yeah, she's playing music. Take it away! She's playing. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Performance check. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 17. Okay, so you managed to, you're not hugely convincing, but you kind of fumble your way through what Azalea wants you to do surprisingly well. (laughs) It's not coherent, but you're making the right noises and... Saying words. Yeah, you can kind of wing it, essentially. And And Azalea's just happy to be back with her brother, so she's just well into it. Oh, Oh, I have to go over and speed them, don't I? They've got information that I want. Well, maybe everyone has information if you ask the right questions. Yes, I know, but they said they have a way to get into the Wizards College, and I want to go to the Wizards College. 
Perhaps maybe you should play um, your. Do you ha- wait? Do you have an instrument? You said you were a bard. Yes, I no no I am. Um, it's not not really important for the the survey to play music, so I don't. Should <laughs> get into it. fire and flame, just something. Just fucking start like Dragon Ball. <laughs> 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 Should you just see her little bobbing in her ears? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like on the bar. Yarrow is intimidating. Yeah. She's <laughs> on the bar, just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Let's just. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've enjoyed this bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. I've got twenty-four performance. Maybe. Yeah. Never <laughs> <laughs> have this then. <laughs> I will never roll that ever again. Yes. <laughs> No, um, no, sorry, instruments. I not not really important for the the survey that I was doing. So, left left them all back at the college. I'm afraid. But oh. which ones did you use? Did you use them all? I mean, yes. As a bard, we're pretty much trained to play every instrument there is, every traditional one, anyway. Oh, can you play heroin? Technically, I can. Yes, but you know that thing I was talking about. I can't. I I I can't play it. It's it, it's not a good idea. Oh, okay. Well, you will have to play one at one point because I want to see what happens. But it doesn't have to be right now. <sighs> May maybe as in you won't. It's it's not a good thing. You won't enjoy it. I didn't say it had to be good, but I will learn something, and that is good. Can I say Yarrow is just like lost in awe <laughs> in <laughs> Azalea's play? But can I make a perception to like overhear their conversation? Because I'm like well, this funky look, these it? funky looking people. Over, are, are you trying I'm, to hide what you're saying? Well, no. Kettle was whispering to start with, but it would depend on how Eden I, responded. I think yeah. Indra, once the questions of the instrument came out and they're very much backpedaling, trying to avoid stuff, they're kind of forgetting about trying to be secret about it sort right. of thing. Yeah. So I would say you probably heard the final half about mm. how Indra was a bard and can potentially play it, mm. but you know it wouldn't be a good thing, and that would be what you heard from that. Yeah, no, so... but Can I lean over and be like... I hear you could play. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this is just as um, Azalea finishes the song, sort of like does a proper little guitar knee slide on the bar. Like this no. is this is where the fireworks like go off on stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there, uh, can I get a round of applause from people, please? Well, quite a few of the patrons, like there's just a few dotted around, but they kind of have looked up as you started playing. And they're like, ah. <laughs> she sort of. <laughs> She gets up on the bar, sort of adjusts her outfit, is a bit kind of embarrassed by the fact she got a little bit too into it, pops her uh, Leah back on her belt, bows a bit, and uh, then shuffles back into her seat next like, to... Uh, hey, Azalea, Azalea, this this kid says they can play. No, I'm afraid... You can I, play? Yeah. No, no, sorry, I'm afraid you, miss, you must have misheard yeah. this. Let me hear. No, I'm sorry, I, I appreciate the offer, but I wouldn't... It's such a lovely oh, looking instrument. Oh, go on, I don't want give it a try. No, no, no. I'll sorry. pay you. I, 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 I can't play. Sorry, I, I don't know what you misheard. Excuse not... me, my name is Kettle, um, and Indra has an illness that means he can't do certain things. They can't do certain things. I don't know why, but it's a squared illness. <gasps> oh my You're God. so cute! Hello. <laughs> Who are you? My name is Yarrow. Hang, hand out my little hand. And I put up my little cobalt claw. We shake heads. Shake heads. <laughs> Hello, Kettle. My name is Azalea, and this is my brother, Yarrow, and, um... Oh, I... that is quite interesting, actually. You don't yes. look like you are related. This is my sister, Azalea. Oh, this is your sister, and this Azalea. Is, this is my brother, Yarrow. This is your brother, Yarrow. And that's my sister, Azalea. <laughs> and 
Why that's my brother, Yarrow. Why does this keep happening? I don't know. <laughs> and what's your name? Oh, sorry. Um, hands up. Uh, his hand. Indra Ashvini from the Moonseeker Bards Academy. At your service. That's a long time. Hello, Indra. Thank, thank you very much. Lovely Are to you meet you. Are you feeling Miss. okay? Your, your friend, acquaintance, travel buddy, said you weren't very well and you can't play musical instruments. That must be very sad for you, especially someone who is in the Bard College. That must be terrible. How are you feeling right now? Is there something I can do for you? Do you need help? I know. Do you need We're bringing it in, Azalea. Bring no. it in. Sorry, Arrow. Yeah? I get a bit excited. She loves meeting new people. Yes. I do. Sorry. Yeah. Sad. Yes. Um. No, sorry. I'm afraid it's, it's not... Um, I, I, I suppose I can maybe... It's, it's not important. I was actually... This is kind of good, actually. Did I hear you say you had a, a, a way into the Wizards Guild? I was actually possibly looking to go there myself. Maybe we do. Maybe. I don't know. Why don't you know? Surely you know. <laughs> no, Kettle. Kettle, he's being, he's being facetious. What does facetious mean? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Sorry. What um, are you saying about my brother? I don't know. I don't. What is first? I don't know what it no, means. No, no, sorry. I wasn't mean to. Let's let's forget. Let's roll back and forget that I've ever spoken ever before in my entire let's life. Say, <laughs> so let's say I do have a way into the wizard's place. That's maybe quite helpful. I say I want to hear you play the instrument. That stupid thing. Liar. Okay. My lyre. The lyre. Okay, I've got my own thing to play, but not until after we're done with everything. If you if you let us into the wizard's guild. Then maybe I can. Hmm. He is very good at keeping promises. They are very good. Yarrow, do you really want to push this poor, sweet, young person uh, into doing something that they don't want to do? Yes. So I'm going to say I agree. I accept your terms. Oh, okay, sure. So how exactly were you going to get into the Wizards Guild? Through the door. Yeah. That's actually quite smart. You, isn't there going to be? Dif- they don't. They don't trade with outsiders unless you have something to offer them. I assume you have some other way in, right? Yeah, we've got some stuff and uh, things. Business. We're going for business. Business meetings. What kind of business? Why are you going? We are going because um, Indra wants to know things. I also want to know things. Oh, I also want to know things. What things would you like to know? Everything. <gasps> Amazing! We could learn together. Did you come from a forest? I did. I also came from a forest. I think we should be friends. Can we be friends? Yes. Okay. I would like. I see we've all got our own personal quests. We're leaving tomorrow, okay? Is that okay with everybody? Yes, that's fine. What time tomorrow? <laughs> when I wake up. <laughs> uh, when will that be? I'll How let about? You know. Or when will you let me know? When I'm awake. Then it is agreed, my good friend Kettle. We shall meet here for breakfast in the morning. Kettle. 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 It's not Kettle. curtain. It's not curtain. Kettle. Keto. That's it's close enough. Yeah. I feel like you're doing that on purpose. Imagine. Mm. <laughs> I take another sip of my drink. But for now, I think oh, it's bedtime. It's, it's midday. midday. <laughs> is it midday? <laughs> Well, then I, I thought that was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise. <laughs> um, Excuse me. Hello. How many drinks have you had? Just one. What kind of drink did you have? Fruit juice. Three, one fruit juice equals slur. Apple. Apple. Apple juice. Excuse me, bartender. Yes, dear. Can I have an apple juice? I would like to try one, please. 
What one that you've been drinking, sir? Is mm-hmm. that of course. How much what how much is that? That is three silver pieces. Oh, oh I'll pay. Can you perhaps get a slightly smaller one than that one? Can I have an, a half a cup? Is that okay? Yes, of course. Oh. It'll be half as much. So Fifteen copper. Okay. Well, <laughs> maths. <laughs> maths. You get uh, what is essentially a half pint of. I'm assuming you had scrumpy before. Yes. That is exactly what it is. I give oh. it a little sip out, and I'm like, "Oh, this kind of tastes a bit like that thing that we had at um. Oh, where was it? I already forgot the name. Oh, you're Grateful Fields, I believe. Oh no, Grateful Fields. Yes, that's yes. the full name. Indra's probably just going to begin to edge towards going to the room. You've got your key, so you can go to the room and do whatever you want, basically. Yeah. Unless, if, if, unless anyone stops them, they're going to slowly sort of like You could probably go to the Wizards Guild then... now. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. Oh wait, how far off is it? It's in the city, so oh. it's, well, you know... Oh, okay. Let's okay, then. <laughs> <Let's, yeah, retract laughs> I just got true. a drink. I need to finish my drink. You've probably got an hour or so walk to the Wizards Guild, oh. I would say. Well, I mean, apparently it's not so far away, says some God just whispers down like just go like, yes, I mean, <laughs> Just go yeah, like an hour away, you don't have to wait until tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, his voice in his head, he just yeah. sees cross side for a minute. I He's su- like, oh yeah. <laughs> I suggest we get to know each other a little bit better over our drink, and then perhaps we shall all go off to the wizards. Uh, I, we can walk and talk. Maybe. What do we do? Uh, look, it's the Wizard Guild. But Wizard it's a sect Guild of... together. The sect. Of what do wizards. you need to know about me? <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Well, where, where are you from? Which forest? I am from the Parscan Forest. My name is Kettle. I am seven years old. I am two foot eleven. Um, I have a mom. I think Ooh. you're very cute. What's your I mom's am... name? Pan. <gasps> oh, I like that. And what about you, Indra? What about me? Where are you from? Who's your family? Well, I'm from the Moonseeker Bards Academy. Before that? I come from a I come from a village called Kolashvini. It's in it's it's quite far in the north. It's pretty much one of the most northern villages there is actually. Oh. You probably don't know it. No, but I do know your forest. Did you ever hear of the Hazels? Hazels? The Hazels, the burrow of bunnies that live over there. No. Oh, well, they're quite new. It's uh, one of our... Just moved in. Yes. Do you remember our our sister, Hollyhock? Uh Uh-huh. Or brother Hollyhock, sorry. I remember my brother Hollyhock. (laughs) Yes. Well, Hollyhock met Holly, the lady of his life, and they started a new burrow. Oh, that's so nice. That sounds very confusing. And they're the Hazels, the Hollyhock Hazels. I'm so happy for him. That's a lot of words to say. I need his address. I'll send him a nice card. Oh, that sounds such a lovely idea. I think we should perhaps I, do that together. Let's let's go and look for a card right now. Um, um sorry, could we maybe go to the Wizards Guild? Oh, first, if that's yeah. Okay? Let's go to the Wizards Guild right now. Uh, right now, instantly. Okay. Yes. Sure. Yes. Let's. Yes. Probably the best idea. We do it quickly, actually. I quickly sip the rest of my scrumpy. We like to drink the kettle because kettle is our mate. <laughs> You're my friend. Yay! Yay! Yay. We're friends. We are friends. Yeah. Roll a Constitution saving throw. Silly man, I do not need the constitution. You do, you, you do. Three. You are clearly drunk. Hello, I'm really small. Oh, oh, she's done. We've broken her. She's at half speed. <laughs> no, Yarrow. You're so tall. Oh, but you're so small. You're so tall. Can let me pick you up and you can be tall I with me. I am so tall now. <laughs> I don't think we go. 
It's, I think, I think that we... <laughs> can't pick her up. I can't find her. Yabbo? Yabbo, I don't understand. Why are you acting drunk? You don't drink. I'm only acting, darling. Right, well, I think Kettle is actually drunk. Oh. I don't actually think this might be a good idea to go to the wizard college just yet. I think you're not easy. She's not, like, like hammered, but you're yeah, just, just... I'm just enjoying the quick yeah. buzz. You, you know, like, she's tipsy never, I imagine rush. she's never been drunk before. Oh, You've so got an hour walk. Yeah, she'll You've, sober up. We'll you'll probably... It's fine, she'll sober up. It's probably going to rain all the way, though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, please, will you keep an eye on her? Okay. You're, you're I'm very sensible. Yes. Yeah, though. Thank yes, Castle. Can I ride on your shoulder? Yes, you can. Yeah! We're going Let's... to the wizard's sect of wizards. The, the wizard's guild? It is actually called sect of wizards. I'm the sect thinking. of the wizards, yeah. The sect uh, of <laughs> the wizards. I did write that down. Yeah. <laughs> so, you arrive at this very ornate building. It's kind of three stories tall, looks almost as though it's been carved out of just a piece of rock. You can't see really where the seams are for these kind of building blocks. And it's beautiful. The architecture is flowing and scrolling. The windows are large and kind of stained glass. And there is a really large kind of mahogany door. There's kind of a double set of doors facing out onto the street, essentially. How many kettles tall are the doors? They are at least ten. Ten kettles? Wow. They're about 20 feet tall. Jesus. They are huge. Those are very big doors. Oh. So, so about eight kettles. Yeah, because you're almost three feet. But yeah. So what exactly was your, your plan to get in? Um. <laughs> Knock! So you're kind of stood there waiting 30 seconds a minute, minute and a half, and you're kind of almost about to knock again, and then suddenly these doors just swing open silently with zero effort, and kind of behind them is a young-looking gnome in very fine clothing. That is probably about the same size as Kettle, maybe a bit smaller, and it's this kind of crushed velvet kind of uh, cloak behind him with this very ornate suit that he's got on. He's like, um, yes, how can I help you? <clears throat> Hello, my name is Azalea, and we are a group of friends seeking information. We're hoping that you could assist us. Have we... you got an appointment? N no, how do we make one? You need to contact the Wizards Guild and make an appointment. Well, we are contacting the Wizards Guild by knocking on your door and you answering. We're talking right now. No, but you need to make a formal appointment. And how would we go about making a formal appointment? You'd have to magically contact a member of the Wizards Guild that you know. What? Unfortunately, we're not quite in with the wizarding crowd, but we've been suggested that you would be the perfect place to assist us in figuring out relics and powers, and we would do anything to, you know, help out, to, to you know, pull our weight and to, to pay for the, this information. Um, Make on, help us out. a persuasion check with advantage. Mm. Oh, that's pretty all right. Uh, 22. <laughs> okay. So he kind of <laughs> nods slowly. He's like, oh, 
She's sort of like batting her eyelids. They're probably my lord. Come on in, come on in. Oh, thank you so much. Nice one, Azalea. Gesture inside, and you kind of follow in, and the doors close silently behind you, and inside is this extremely lavish (coughs) kind of waiting area. There are, like, chaise long and all sorts of very flamboyant furniture, essentially, for people to rest in comfort. And you see this little gnome kind of scurrying out. It's like, you hear... Kind of muttered conversation, and then this kind of low grumble. It's like you see this kind of aging dragonborn walk out. His presentation is nowhere near as finely kept as this gnome. It's quite scruffy. There's kind of ink stains all over this um, scales. You can see a patch of kind of exposed kind of collarbone that looks like it's been blackened by some sort of explosion or something. And the dragonborn comes out like, "Yes, what do you want?" Hello, my name is Azalea, and this is my group of friends. We're hoping that you could help us understand and get hold of some information. What? What information do you want? Well, we've all got different requests. I mean, do you want them all at once, or do you want to maybe go on a one-on-one basis, or...? Uh, we'll start with you. Um, okay, well, um, I met my friend Saskia, um, back in my forest, and she taught speed me... Speed it up, speed it up. I, I want. want to learn about my powers. Okay, you, points at Indra. Um, I, I would rather leave, go, go to someone else before me, please. Yeah, whatever, you, Yarrow. Uh, how do you know my Sorry. name? <laughs> you, Yarrow. <laughs> I've also got my name badge. <laughs> Big uh, neon sign. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pointing. I got some runes. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Please help us decipher them. I would like to know everything, but um, more specifically, I have a little fancy toy that I think you would find interesting because I find it very interesting. Okay. I suppose I I have things that I would like to ask someone who they might know about more than me. About these certain things. Indra, that doesn't make any sense. I need to know what you want to know so I can know how much I'm going to charge you for it. Oh, I need to understand why my powers are doing what they're doing. Okay, so another powers thing. Yes. He kind of gets a scroll of paper and he's like scratching stuff down and thinking about it. He's like, right, well, normally I'd either charge. However, there are some resources I need. And by the looks of you, particularly you, I guess you with the whip. Thank you. You might be able to assist me with it. There have been reconnaissance, shall we say. There have been some elemental activity down by the lock that's a few days or weeks travel away from here. If these are elemental beings, you can harvest their essence once they have been removed from this plane. If you can do this, harvest some of these essences for me. I will provide you each with information on what you're looking for. Well, that sounds like a fantastic deal. Let's shake on it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How how many do you need, and how dangerous are these things to to remove from this plane? I mean, they're elemental. They will generally attack whatever is there. It should be fairly easy for those of you that have some sort of combat experience. Okay. How many do you need? I will need five vials of this essence. And he pulls out. From, he kind of goes to a drawer, stuff runs around, pulls out like this knapsack, and these five fairly large vials with some sort of etching into the glass again. He's like, fill five of these with the essence required, and I will give you what you want. Azalea reaches out and takes the bag 
and goes, hmm, I think you might like to carry these. I would like to carry them. Um, I would like to know what the etchings mean. What do they do? These have specific powers so they can draw some of the magical energy of what's stored in it to keep it fresh. Kill um, them, harvest their essence, bring it back. That's all they, I need. Are they bad elemental people? Or are they good elemental people? Because if they're, they're good just, elemental people, I am not going to be hurting them. They're just territorial. Them. They're like creatures. They're not... Oh. They, ju- they just have this planar essence about them, which I can use for my magic. Are they bad creatures or are they good creatures? Because I'm not going to be going out there and killing bad creatures. Well, think about this Azalea. Like, if they go, if they attack us, that means they're bad. So if this they attack us, true. then we can attack them back. Those are the They worries. don't belong here anyway. They're elementals. They should be on the elemental planes. Right. We're well, this doing is them true. a service. Sending them then back. Then you have a deal, oh. sir. He very reluctantly hand. kind of with his kind of old, wizened claws. This it looks like he's probably tiny... got some sort of arthritis. <laughs> she reaches out her tiny <laughs> little paw. He's engulfed by this kind of large dragonborn hand. And he's got a like, stoop to him, but you, he was clearly once kind of six and a half, seven feet tall, but he's now kind of shrunk in this old age and stuff. I like to imagine him, like, Azalea almost lifting up as he's shaking her hand. <laughs> Excuse me, how long have your hands been like that? Uh, it happened a while ago. It's a... Uh, Curse of old age and I think they call it arthritis. Old age. <laughs> I don't know many old people. You, you should come and meet our parents. They're pretty old. Yeah, they're ancient. Old. old arthritis. I am going to see if I can find you a flower because I think flowers always help. He just kind of looks a little bit confused and nods. He's like, "Yes, well, go away." just kind of goes into another door closes it behind him and you're left with the young man he's like yeah he's a bit like that Um, I didn't get his name oh his name was Minan why is he so grumpy that's what happens when you get old oh is that another old age curse yeah ah I see okay all old people are grumpy everybody knows that Mm -hmm. well I didn't know that like I said you should meet our parents (laughs) they're very grumpy (laughs) and very old Wow, that is very exciting. Yeah. My mum is 12. <laughs> That's old. Oh. I don't know, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> That's old. Oh. <laughs> Qu- quick, quick question. I thought you said you had a way of getting into the Wizards Guild. Was that literally just asking? Yes. Yes. By knocking on the door. How do you get in anywhere? Well, to be fair, it did work. <laughs> yeah, but now we're here. I mean, we now have to go to the element... Yeah, I, then we're going to get what we want after that. We're going to do such a good deed. I don't I don't know if I'm going to be oh, able to... did he tell us where to go? He just said it was days the lock. No, the lock. where are we going? So the lock. He's the a... young gnome will be like, yes, he, he doesn't enjoy hanging around with people very much. I've got some other reports. I'll get, get a rough map for you. He kind of goes into the back, comes out with this kind of, what would be kind of between A4 and A3 kind of scroll and kind of shows it to you and it shows where Wolfkeep is and the fact that it's probably maybe two days travel down and there's a large kind of inland lock that has looks like it may have been some sort of when you know tectonic plates rise or whatever there's just this where the sea essentially comes into almost the center of the continent and it's just down there and you kind of puts a little cross around roughly where this Two days isn't bad. No, and I... then that makes it four days, and that's just like not even a week. So that's good. It's quite a long time. Perhaps I don't know. I I don't know if I'm going to be a whole lot of help. If I'm honest, perhaps I should go separately. I can maybe go 
a day or so behind you or something. Oh, if you need don't help. be silly. You're our friend, which means you stick it's, with us now. I, now you have no choice. I don't know. It's not a good idea for me to stick with We can with always you. just get a horse. But why is it not saying. a good idea? What does the horse do? It makes us go faster. Oh, I'm a wagon. Yeah, I'm not very. I'm. I'm not very good company, really. I'm afraid. I, I like your company. Better. You seem oh. okay right now. Perhaps though, this is a discussion we should have back at the inn. I don't think our gnomey friend. I'm sorry, I didn't get your name either. Would like to hear it. My name's Kari. Kari. And how do you spell that? K H A R I. Yes, well, thank you so much for your time, Kari. We shall endeavour to get this done as soon as possible. Come along, friends, let's go. Thank you very much, mister. Bye. 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 I have a a question, quickly. Yeah, Yeah. You see that over there? She says, pointing at the chaise longue. Is that a bed or is that a chair? It's the best of both. Oh, that's very exciting. I'll have to write something down (laughs) about that one. Yeah. Okay, good. Let's go. Fast travel. (laughs) After another hour's walk, you're now looking at kind of what would be the equivalent of about 4pm. So kind of afternoon turning into evening kind of time. You arrive back. It's slightly busier in the inn now. And there is a probably middle-aged orc sat in one of the booths with an unstrung bow next to him and... Well, it looks like one of the pieces of paper that was put up on the notice board in front of him, just kind of reading it and having a look at it. There is also now, because you've been gone, I'd say, probably about three hours with the whole waiting and mm. stuff. There are a couple more people sat at the bar and two dwarves sat in the booth, kind of talking quite intently. It's a bit busier in here now. Are you going to be okay, Andrew? I don't think so, no. Perhaps I should go upstairs. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think he'll be okay, but I don't I want don't, you to be uncomfortable. I mean, are you not a fan of people? More people aren't really a fan of me. Well, we are people. One, two, three. We're a fan of you. Maybe. Uh, oh, give it a try. Oh, I suppose I should tell you. Look, I have what Miss Kettle was saying earlier. My affliction. I've, I make people unhappy. Like my my magic, my music, even just being around me, it brings people down. Like. Badly, badly. It's not really. It's not a good idea to stay around me for too long. You're not going to feel very good. It it could get really bad, really. Oh. Well then, why don't you want to learn more about it? I do want to learn more about it, but if I'm with you for too long, your girl gonna start fighting or being sad or something. I don't really know. It affects everyone differently. It's different on different days. But the longer you're around me, it might. It's 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 not it's not very good. I don't really get sad. <laughs> oh, it's true. <laughs> well, you haven't really been around me for very long. Been around you for a few hours. I'm still okay. I've managed what like two days. Have we been? I feel like it's been two days. Maybe it's been a week. Maybe it's been a year. It's been. It's been two days. Oh, okay. Oh, well, in that so case, look. If Kettle can survive two days with you, and they're perfectly happy, and I'm really happy, anyways, and Yarrow's well. I'm here. Here. Um, I'm sure that after maybe a nice nap tomorrow, if we start afresh and have our breakfast. Absolutely fine on the travel down together. And if if we start feeling sad or blue, then you know we can split up a little bit. 
Oh, okay, yes, I suppose that's... Then it is settled. Okay. Dinner, everyone, and you will have dinner with us. Okay. Yeah! <laughs> they're kind of uncut, they're like there, they just sit like uncomfortably. They've got like, um, I figure they've got like a little kind of um, like a necklace of like, I think I mentioned it before, like a little bard symbol on it. It's like a little kind of like harp like symbol, and they're sort of just like fidget playing with it sort of thing, you know? So there are two booths available, or one table. There's a booth next to the half-orc, there's a booth next to the two dwarves, or there's a table in the middle that's just kind of in the middle and not near anyone. Absolutely. Oh, oh, not near anyone, but it's in the middle, so wouldn't it be people going around it a lot? Potentially, but they're kind of... It's not... It doesn't look like it's hugely populous. If people are, like, standing up and chatting, it's going to be more around the bar. This is more... I personally would gravitate to a booth because you can hide in it. I was about to say, Indra, perhaps we should go for a booth. It's a bit more private and comfortable. Yes, I suppose so. Which one would you like? Um, who looks Zaley more? Becomes the server. Who looks? <laughs> who, who looks more chatty out of the orc and the dwarf? Like who's more like? Neither of them are given the body language like they want to chat to. Me. Okay, I think the orc because it's, he's focused on his paper. So I think I'm going to sit next to this. Yeah, Yarrow's like now quite uncomfortably like sat in the booth, just like Indra and Yarrow sat. are like sardines yeah. next to each other, like in silence. Like we shouldn't be sat next to each other. There's more like. The funny thing is, there's enough room for you all to have a comfortable amount of space as well. <laughs> These would normally seat six to eight people, oh and there's only four of you. I figure what it is, it's like, you know you have like an entrance to a booth, I figure like Azalea and Kettle are on the two ends, so you have to climb over them to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So Indra and Yarrow are basically stuck. Like, <laughs> so... <laughs> After a short wait, you've got kind of... What's well, very standard kind of like tavern food, so like there's like a stew and you get your drinks that you want. Wow, this is very fancy. I'm quite excited to try this. Thank you very much. I say of to whoever brings it over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I fixed that pen earlier. I had that the entire first session and I fixed it made it perfectly straight again. <laughs> like, I literally spent the entirety of our first game like making that work in normal. For our attentive listeners, Fran has bent a pen uh, lid, uh, the metal part that clips completely around into a circle almost. It is a P, a letter P. P for P for pen. Letter B for Ben. Or letter D for den. Ben, pen, den. D. Quen. And we eat the meal. And we take the moon. This is like this is fast track. Can we fast track eat? Can we not role play eating the entire? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no offense, but we haven't made a single. Actually, we've only made like two rolls this entire. Yeah, let's. Like, the let's idea I had potentially was: Are you going to look at the half orc and what he's looking at? Oh fuck yeah! So if you glance, <laughs> sorry. Yes. If you glance over, um, make a perception check for me, please. You. That's an 18 plus 4. So we don't need that, please. You, Thank you. <laughs> you see that it's actually a bounty that is being offered. Ooh. And you can get most of the information. It looks like locally to the city, there has been a new travelling pack of wolf, giant wolf spiders that has been oh, no. terrorising kind of the travellers and seem to have kind of made a rough residence around. There is a 30 gold piece bounty on these, and proof of kill is essentially required. And it looks like this half-orc is 
contemplating it quite seriously. Um, I'm gonna just get up and really like awkwardly clamber over whoever I'm sat mm. next to out of the boom. Oh, sorry, so I just need to go do something. Oh, ow, sorry. Can I can I insight check um as uh, uh Yaru's Yaru's movements? <laughs> yes, of course. I have found two dice there, but I'm eighteen. Yeah, I'm going over. To see the bounty. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I don't know what you want to learn. It's just, in, just Indra's a very insightful person. Okay, so I'm going to have to roll a lot of insight checks all the time. <laughs> I'm just going to approach the half orc and be like, hey, buddy, what you got there? You know, I look you up and down, notices the web, is like, they're offering a bounty. On what exactly? Sounds like there's a pack of giant wolf spiders. <laughs> ah! I hate spiders. Yeah, it's right? probably not your bounty then, is it? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> how much are they? How much? Thirty they gold pieces. That's not. It's enough. Yeah. You Do us for a while. You thinking of doing it? Yeah, it depends how many there are. One or two, I could probably cope with, but any more of that might be too much for me. Can I roll nature? This is an awful... Actually, no, I lost here. Fran would like to ask a question. Yeah. Is this flirting? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how Yarrow would flirt. <laughs> hey, buddy! <laughs> I, was, I was detecting this as Yarrow trying to play cool when he's freaked out. It's <laughs> <laughs> really hate spiders. It's a nine. Mm-hmm. On would I know, like, if they travel in packs? Would, would, like, would I know there'd be a lot of them? Um, they tend to travel in small groups. Usually be between two and potentially six. Wow. Looks like there could be between two and six of them. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just like, may I uh, have a look, a closer look at the, the bounty? Yeah, yeah, of course. Here you go. Snatch. I'm going to take that over to the table and slam it on. Oh my gosh. Oh. Why are you slamming things on the table, What's please? What's that? It's a bounty for some spiders. Oh. Oh. And we? Oh. 30 gold, is it 30 gold each? Yeah, 30 gold. 30 gold spider. each, and that could be between two and six. 30, that's a lot of money, but don't we have to do this whole elements thing first? We also need money. Well, this is, that is an information exchange. This is something we kind of do need. How, how far away are the spiders? How big are they? They're on the information, you kind of find out that it's slightly the wrong direction for your going to get the elemental essence. It's going kind of north-west for, they say, about a day kind of thing, and it's into some kind of deep hills and farmland that way. Well, I don't know if I've ever fought one of those, but we could give it a go. Um, I don't know, I, I'm not really much of a fighter, but I could well, probably help a little bit. It says on here that they're terrorising the towns and villages. I mean, we have to go and help the people. Do we? Why? Because it's the right thing to do. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Sure. I mean, I I suppose we do need money, especially if, I suppose, whatever information we find out, we're going to need money before then or after anyway. They might even ask us for money or something. Those, those, that wizard seemed a little bit reluctant to actually share things. I'm wondering if he might ask us for more once we actually get back to him with all of this stuff. I, I think we should do it. He's sounding very like... The half-orc kind of comes back over and is like, I was going to get this. But I want it. Get your They're up there on the board. But I want that one. 
Actually, no, I don't. I don't know why I'm even arguing with you. I'm gonna go. And he kind of goes back. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, hello there. My name's Azalea. Who are you?" Mine is unnamed author. Thelma. <laughs> How do you spell it? T H E L R Y. I'm not creative with the spellings. I just make random word sounds and go that's a name. Well, hello, Thelma. Uh, why don't you come with us? Why don't we join teams and yes. go and defeat these wolf spiders together? But then we don't get as much money, and no, are we not doing I'm it for like, the money? Uh, now you say there are more bounties on the board, I think we should go and have a look. See, it's a different one. I think we should do a different one. But you've just agreed we should do these, this um, one, so oh, that we can save Oh, he really the wants the or spider one. I think it's should, a better idea. Should I roll an insight, or is it really obvious what's going on? Okay. I also would like to roll an insight on my While well, this is happening, Kettle is just going to get up and go Ooh, for the board. No. Am the, I able yeah. to see the board or am I too sure? It's, you'd have to stand back a bit and kind of crane up, no. but there is another parchment on the board. I got That's a I got a 24 on insight in Yarrow, so what? Yarrow what has arachnophobia. I'm going to grab the thing and bring it back to the table. I have not read the thing. <laughs> um, perhaps, yes, I think maybe a different bounty is a good idea, maybe. Let's, thank, thank you, Mr. Thelry, but yeah, this one... But, but what about the, the, pe- the people? Yeah, this guy can handle it. She sort of looks up towards the orc and sort of like tilts her head ever so slightly, sort of almost willing him to speak to her and tell her if he's going to be okay. She bats her eyes. He's kind of like, I should. Okay, it just depends how many there are. Yeah, you'll be fine, you're a big guy. Well, I cannot allow an individual to go out on their own and die. So I would like to help this man if he should need it. Then you, if you go out. Wanted to come along, I would happily split the bounty. Off you go then. This, okay, um, if I might interject here. Quickly, can I roll an insight, like a, a knowledge about spiders? Just a, a quick, a quick nature. Is that nature? That was so cold. I mean, that was also kind of cocked, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> Nature, you said. Mm-hmm. So that is unnatural 20. What do you want to know about them? I want to know how deadly they are and how many. Just general general danger levels and how many of them are kind of in a group. Like, because I know that, I like, how many of them is it likely that there are in, like, one group? So you would find, you would know they travel between two and six. Um, they, in large groups, can be really quite dangerous, especially against single or not very many kind of mm-hmm. opponents. Okay, I'd go. Um, yeah, well, excuse me, sir, there's, if you think you're going by yourself, there, I, I know a bit about the full spiders, and they usually travel in groups of between two and six and so, and they're, they are quite dangerous if you take them by yourself in a large group of them. Yes, um, I did know roughly that information, but I chase bounties, and this is a bounty. I want to look at the other one. Well, why don't we do both? I don't well, like spiders very much. Why didn't you just say? Okay, you can do on your own. Thanks, bye. Quick <laughs> <laughs> so turn around. <laughs> he just, unless anyone's going to stop him, he's literally going to walk yeah. away yeah. and <laughs> continue to ponder his... Bye. So bye, Hillary. Go the other <laughs> is... The other bounty is for a pack of goblins that have been raiding an eastern settlement. 
pack of goblins, that sounds a little bit easier. Again, there's no specific numbers, it's just a pack of goblins, and they have been raiding food stores of some of the kind of outlying towns of this What's settlement. east the direction That of you've come from. From, come from. But is it the direction of the elementals? Which direction are the elementals? Elementals are south. South. Where is this bounty? What direction and how much gold? So this one is east, and you get 15 gold per proof of goblin kill. I mean, it's it's not exactly the direction we need to go, but... It's not as much money, but it is much... It's a much better I believe bounty, goblins. I think. It would be much more satisfying for you. Yes, Duke. that's a good idea. Yes, let's do this one. Yes. Again, it's probably about a day's travel from where you are now. Okay, well, I'm I'm happy to go to that one first, if, that's, if that works for everybody. I don't really mind. Um, yeah, I'll do it later. Well, then it is agreed. Tomorrow morning we'll meet down here, we'll have breakfast, and then we will head off and defeat the goblins. Okay. Off we go, we're going to bed. <laughs> I always get to the morning. Yeah. <laughs> but for now it's bedtime, so I'm going to say goodnight all. And she sort of hops off the uh, the little uh, seat and just sort of like wanders off and goes, Oh, good night, Kinnaman! Nice. And then she falls off into her bedroom. Very cute. Next morning comes, unless there's anything anyone else wants to do. You no. awake feeling rested. Excellent. So, <laughs> fuck off. I awake feeling motherly, what is it, motherly charm or motherly? Mother's something. Mother's love. Mother's, mother's love. touch. Mother's chat. I awake mother's feeling a mother's affection. Love. Oh. <laughs> I'm just being with Alia. <laughs> you awake feeling mother's affection. <laughs> at the uh, pretty much at the crack of dawn, Azalea will be awake. Um, she will brush her ears. She's she like cleaning the room. I imagine. She's tidying the room. She's made the bed. She's fluffed up her cheeks. She's you know got her armor back on. And Yari sleeps through breakfast. Mm. She's like <laughs> she she heads downstairs, notices that Yari's not there, U-turns, hops back up the stairs, and is banging on his door. Yari sleeps through breakfast. Yarrow! Yeah, that's the statement I'm making. Yari sleeps <sighs> through breakfast. I reckon Indra, because of, you know, being in boarding school, etc., they're very just like, this is the time to get up, be downstairs, get breakfast at this time. Very routine. So they're, they're probably down there and ready. So it is a different server. Sits you down, brings out, again, it's quite standard. You can have kind of breakfast meats or eggs or vegetables, <laughs> things. You know, like what you would imagine as a fantasy kind of town yeah. menu. May I get your name? Yes, of course. It's uh, Ethwild. I don't suppose, Ethwild, you would be able to uh, get me a few bits together that I could pack up. You see, my brother is a bit of a sleepy Sally and stays in bed a lot. I'm sure I can manage something for you. Thank you. She's just like, you know, kind of conspiratively, like, I'm not really yeah. supposed to, but yeah, go on, why not? And uh-huh. she slides, um, Azalea slides uh, and two silver pieces. Oh, thank you very much. Thank yeah. you. And it's just a few bits of, like... She's got kind of a leftover roll from what's probably from last night, so it's slightly stale, but she's put some bacon in it and some sausages. It's just covered in all this meat grease, and it's just, it smells amazing. Not for you, for any sort of meat eater, it's like, this is exactly what I wanted. As she brings it over, Azalea just goes, oh, (coughs) what is this? Azalea also sort of like grabs from the table just like some bits of cheese and uh, like an apple and stuffs it in there. Got to make sure it's balanced. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit too much uh, meat in oh there, I think. This and you see her sort of like scratching behind her ear as she's going and just... And then she's just sat munching on a piece of bread. We'll skip through breakfast. You're all downstairs. Are you doing anything in the town before you're going to go collect the bounty? Is there anything you want to do? No. no. 
I, I don't have think no I'm money. So okay. Good morning, Yarrow. Here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Remember, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> Mummy always you. said. Yeah. <laughs> so you head out to kind of roughly where this has been given. You pass a couple of towns. Are you going to try and go in, like, talk to people, or are you just going to head straight Actually to not. where the bounty is? <laughs> um, it depends which towns. None that are on your particular... I personally yes. would absolutely not do that. Then absolutely no. Let's go and get some money. Yeah. Kettle would be interested, but she would go with whatever it is Indra is interested in doing. And Indra... Yeah, Indra is very just sort of like... Okay, time to do something and not disappoint everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. It's time to not disappoint. Yeah. Well Azalea's just sort of like hopping along with her little Leah singing a little morning song. Mm-hmm. Morning She's definitely a morning person. Yeah, it's not morning. Yeah. Uh, if, if Azalea's playing music, you probably notice as well, like that little necklace is probably like, you think it's a little bit of like they're thinking back to like the academy and stuff, like hearing you like play music. Mm-hmm. Just sort of like a bit lost in thought. Reminiscing. Aww. Yeah. So you travel for almost a full day to get to where you're going. She doesn't sing for the whole day, by the way. You <laughs> arrive at, it's too small to call a town, but it's a bit larger than Grateful Fields that you, you'd previously mm-hmm. been to Kettle and Indra. And you can see that there are a few people out, but there's quite a lot of closed doors. There are a couple of what looks like kind of townspeople with makeshift weapons standing around just kind of a big kind of barn that looks as though they're kind of protecting whatever's inside. So you're imagining this is probably the area that these goblins are raiding frequently. Gosh, it's quite quiet around here. First question, what's the weather like? Second question was, I don't have a second question. So it's, and what time of day is it? You're now coming very much into night time. It's just like sunsets, just gone kind of thing. The weather was quite nice all the day, but it's looking like it's starting to get overcast. So temperatures dropped slightly and there's that kind of anticipation of rain. It's not happened yet. Yeah, fair enough. I reckon Indra would have their umbrella on hand. Probably pop, probably pop it in preparation. Mm-hmm. It's popped. It's popped. Umbrella equals popped. <laughs> I walk up to one of the people with makeshift... Kind of arms and armor. Arm and armor. I'm like, excuse me, do you know where the goblins are? We are here to kill the goblins. This is, when you get closer, a young human male. It's like, um, we don't know if they're here or if they're coming here, but we've got to make sure that they don't get any more of the food. They've tended to come from that direction, and he points over to where the hills start to get more aggressively kind of up and down and start kind of forming this kind of long hilly ranges and stuff like that. Um, pardon me, what sort of time do the goblins usually come at night time? They, te- they tend to come at night, yeah. I don't know if they know that we're not best suited at night time, or if it's just more when they're... I don't know a huge amount about goblins, but yeah, they tend to come at night time. Okay, the way I can think about it is this. I think it's, it's quite likely that not all of the goblins come here all at once so we can either go and try and take them out at the root source of the problem or we can wait around here at night time and just take out the party that's going to come to us I guess but they don't always come it's just we have to be here in case they come I don't think it's a good idea to fight them at night time I can't see in the dark very well I think it's best we just go up there get them when they're sleeping I think that perhaps maybe we should help them defend this uh, barn tonight and then first thing in the morning we head out and go and see where they live that, that could work, yes. Yeah. But we should make sure we're well rested before we go to them, though, just in case. How much does Kettle know about gobbos? They, I would say they've been 
competition with your kind of clan quite a lot because mm. of where you were stationed. So you know, tend to be nocturnal, they're more comfortable in the dark, and they will take whatever they want or can. If they have that opportunity, it's gonna ha- they're going to have it kind of thing. They are vicious, nasty little creatures. Well, I don't know how much you guys know about goblins, but they're very unpleasant creatures. And they, they are nocturnal. What was the time now? I can't remember. Sun's just set. Sun is just setting. Okay. Oh, if it's that time, then yeah, we may as well like wait for them. Yes. Right. I think we should protect here, but maybe instead of being right outside the barn, we should go a little bit outside the town in the direction they go so we can catch them before they get to the people. Although, my only thought process on that is if they send people and we stop them, they might just have more that they send again. We don't know how many there are. Yes, but we'd stop the ones that are here. I, yes, I, I suppose that could work, yes. I, I, I don't know. We were just told to kill goblins. It just is, as long as we don't overexert ourselves by not sleeping. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. Well, why don't we defend tonight? Because we can't allow them to take any of the goods tonight and harm any of these poor innocent people. And then we have a rest in the morning and head out early afternoon. You can do the some on, some off rest yeah, thing should... that is... Typical D and D. Yeah, should we take yes, it in? Very true. I'm not going to roleplay because it's going to be really complicated to say. But should we basically take it in shifts mm. and then just you know like a longer period of time but do it so we can both get like long rests yeah. in? Just check the spells. Who would like the first watch? Oh, I don't mind watching. Yes. Oh, actually, no. I think it would be a good idea if I do the middle one because because um yes, I would like to do the middle one. I'll uh, go first. I don't mind. I can go either way. I can go. I can go at the end, maybe, possibly, if if you want. Okay. Um, so yeah. are you setting up kind of camp with the villagers, slightly outside the village? I think with the I think with okay. the villagers is a in more into the comforts of the village is a bit better because oh, yeah. I think there's a risk of being bad if we go outside of it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe closer to the edge though, so we have yeah, a bit more warning if at the edge of it, so we're like the first people they meet, but not like away by ourselves. Okay. okay. Are you okay with the dark? Can you see okay? Yes I can see okay in the dark. And can you see okay? Yes, you know I can see in the dark. Oh <laughs> I've I don't need <laughs> my glasses. <laughs> Rewind that. So you can see in the dark. I can see in the dark. Gary can see in the dark. You can sleep. Uh, Go yes. to sleep. Okay, actually, yes, that probably is a good idea. I can't really see in the dark. Okay. Okay. So, so we do the watch. Can you roll a perception check for me, please? That's 12 plus 4. 16. Yeah. Okay. You don't notice anything particularly during your watch, but towards the end, you start to feel that kind of cold breeze that heralds rain. Essentially, it's coming through. And then just as you and Kettle swap, it starts to just drizzle. So sad. Oh, I should be like, who stays up. That's quite damp. Do you think um, Indra would mind if I stole their umbrella? I'm sure they might not mind. Well, they might not know because they're asleep. I would like to pick up your umbrella. Do you sleep Um, with it? Indra would sleep definitely... I don't know if they'd literally be to the extent of, like, cuddling it, but they definitely sleep cl- with it close to them slash on them. Like, it would definitely be possible for them to take it, but it wouldn't be, like, away, you know? So, roll up perception with disadvantage because you're asleep. You sleep. Hand it. <laughs> I will sleight of hand it. I mean, I got a natural one. I have disadvantage, so... I got 17. Yeah, you're fine. You just kind of... It's like, you know that bit in Lord of the Rings where 
Gandalf sleeping with the sphere of Saruman, and they just kind of swap it with a jug. <laughs> and he's just like, turns over mm-hmm. and starts cuddling the jug. It's a bit like that. You kind of manage to find something like this kind of selection of sticks that are roughly the same size, so that if Indra were to try and feel it, they get that rough sensation. Mm-hmm. And you've now got an umbrella. And then have an umbrella. Okay. I put the umbrella up, and I sit, and I wait, and I watch. Excellent. Roll perception for me, please. Eleven. No. You <laughs> don't see anything, and you get very distracted by the way the rain is kind of hitting into the dirt and making all these like patterns in the water droplets are kind of bouncing off the ground. And well, that's very elegant. Like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> so your kind of watch comes to a close, and yours begins. <laughs> do you put the umbrella back when you're done with it? Azalea, do you want to use this umbrella? I suppose you're already damp from sleeping on the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it would be quite nice. She sort of shakes a little bit and her fur just kind of like puffs out a bit. That would be quite nice to have an umbrella. Okay, but give it back to Indra afterwards. Okay. Because no. it, it belongs to them. Thank you. It kind of almost, because we're quite small, it literally encapsulates us. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, ah. Okay, good night. Good night. Sleep well. Don't let the uh, bed bugs bite. What? <laughs> <laughs> Roll a perception for me, Azalea, please. Ooh, rubbish. Ten. I don't like that dice. You are just kind of confronted by this grey that has kind of swept in with this rain front, and it's just too thick for you to really see anything clearly through, and you just kind of... You you don't see anything of note, really. And as the sun kind of rises, you only really notice by the grey getting lighter. And it is just still that kind of steady drizzle. Do you put the umbrella back before Indra wakes up? Well, I would be sat there when Indra wakes up, so I'd just be sat there with the umbrella. Oh, although, actually, no. Knowing that... uh, So, would it be obvious that morning is coming? Yeah, you'd start... You'd notice the kind of lightening of the grey scale and all that sort of thing. Um, and has the rain passed? It's not passed. It's still that kind of steady drizzle. That... Okay. So with the umbrella still on her, she would waddle over and make a little fire and then put her kettle on it and start making tea so that we can have a nice breakfast. So no, she's got the umbrella okay. and she's sat with it on her shoulders whilst making breakfast. Okay. <laughs> Indra would wake up and for a second they would look like horrified until they notice Azalea with it and be like, uh, can, can I have that back, please? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Is it okay if we just use it to keep the fire going? I'll, I'll sit with it over the fire if That you would be great. You can keep an eye on the breakfast. Thank you. She passes <laughs> it over. Yeah, they take it back visibly, like, a bit, like, shaken. But, like, they're not, not like, say anything, but, like, if you are vaguely insightful, oh. you see they're a bit shaken by it. You must be hungry. Here, you can have the first breakfast. <laughs> Thank you. It's just bread and cheese. Yeah. You probably know... Um, Why do you need a fire? Because <laughs> the cheese is melted. It's little cheese oh. toasties. So, you kind of wake up and start heading towards, I'm assuming, where you've been told roughly the goblins come from. Yes. Yes. So, what are you looking for as you're going there? You need to be... Because you know a rough direction, but you don't have... This is exactly where they are, so you've got to try and find... Kettle will be looking for, like, broken, like, weirdly broken sticks and stuff that might indicate, like... Roll a survival check for me, because essentially what you're doing is, like, tracking. Uh, 18. 
18, okay. Yeah, so you notice 300 feet away as you're starting to kind of get to where these hills are beginning. Mm. You notice a patch of grass that has been kind of torn in a strange way. And then a little bit further on, you notice a couple of small footprints that are kind of indented in this newly like softened mud. And then a bit further, you see some of this like foliage that's cracked and it's leading you in a rough direction, which is kind of heading up in towards the hills, kind of off to your right slightly. Guys, I think I've got something. Someone's been rummaging around over here, and it looks a little bit strange. Okay. And it looks as though it happened last night as well. Because <gasps> these tracks are fairly fresh. Yeah. Indra would just follow. They're probably like they're ho- they're definitely holding their umbrella like visibly tighter and closer to them than we than they were before. But apart from that, it'll just be like quiet. Should we all be like sort of actively percepting any movements? I can actively percept. I can also. Well, what you guys want to do? That's I'm going I to mean. actively percept. I think Indra's quite on the alert anyway mm-hmm. because wow. their umbrella got slashed within the night and they're stressed out. So. I got a sixteen. Oh, I got a. I got a nineteen. I got a seven. Sixteen. So everyone but Kettle. <laughs> I found the track. You saw the track, but then you got distracted by the track, so you're not paying so much attention to the wider you're area. Like measuring the foot size. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if I think of the calculations, then I guess they're about this tall. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of you would notice that this kind of undergrowth that you're starting to travel through looks to have been kind of dragged or pulled in specific ways to kind of disguise a fairly well-travelled path that something has obviously gone along quite a lot. And you travel for maybe an hour to an hour and a half and then start to see many more signs of use as it gets what you would imagine much more travelled. Looks like this is probably getting closer to an area of whatever this is is coming from. We should probably try and act a little bit stealthier now. Say less. <laughs> Indra also like put their umbrella down at this point because you know difficulty getting through. Sneaking, shopping. so I use the small dice. Twelve. <laughs> Sneaky. And you brought a three and a twelve. Yep. <laughs> I got seven. It's like in between a three and a twenty, and I actually have. I got that. an eight. I got seventeen. Seven. Seven. An eight. Twelve. Seventeen. Twelve. Seventeen. Okay. So Indra is doing very well, kind of mm. picking where they're putting their feet, kind of managing to shift between like patches of darkness and like shadow that aren't in a way that's managing to kind of break up their. Sh- is it still raining? Silhouette. It is. Yes. I think as Indra's moving, it would be very subtle, but it'd almost be like the rain seems to kind of disperse around them a little bit and turn more into like a mist. Mm. So it's like a bit like foggier. And Yarrow, not being quite so for, like sure on your footing, it's slightly more difficult, but you've got that kind of training and years of practice that is making you kind of better, but it's just a bit difficult with all the kind of wet, muddy foot, footing and having to really check where you're going. You're not so easily focused on your stealthing. And the two of you are oblivious and just kind of ploughing through them. <laughs> sploosh, like, sploosh, sploosh. As you're kind of stepping on twigs and pushing through brush, so it's making all these cracking and crunching noises. And you get further up into what is essentially kind of almost to the crest of a hill, but in this kind of quite thickly overgrown area. And all of a sudden, Yarrow, what is your AC? 16. Just hits. Oh, God. You feel a blade kind of slice into your side. Oh. And you take... Oh, dear. Eight slashing damage. Oh, Christ. Fucking hell. As you suddenly see this goblin kind of appear from where it was hidden. Probably like a scout or an outlook. 
Um, well, you've got alert, haven't you? You can't be surprised. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember Try what the first roll was. So just, that's an unnatural 20 this time. Fuck it out. <laughs> <So>, Alright. <laughs> so you take eight slashing damage as the scimitar kind of carves into you, and then it kind of jumps back and makes a loud kind of like <laughs> noise and darts away. I hate it. And suddenly you hear these kind of like echoes of that kind of high piercing noises. <laughs> And those kind of like goblin-like noises just appear from everywhere and you feel yourself, even though you can't see what's happening currently, you feel as though you're being kind of surrounded. What are you all doing? Oh, Am I, do I feel stealthed? You yourself feel stealthed. Yeah. Can I see, can I just do a perception check what's around me? Yes. Make a perception check. And let's all roll initiative just for... <laughs> Natural one from perception. Cool. I got a five, so Ooh. 15. <laughs> You have a moment as this guy, essentially what you think is this kind of lookout has called for backup, essentially, after disappearing into this undergrowth again. Oh. You gave eight hit points! Ah, oh, oh. Back up to normal. Oh, nice. nice. Exactly the correct <laughs> amount. Of interest, um, that goblin that ran away, is it like, did we see it or is it just gone? It disappeared into the undergrowth. Um, I would like to, um, seeing Yara get stabbed, Azalea would have cast... Kettles already healed. Shield of Faith. Shield of Faith, okay. I wasn't seen anyway, was I, by the you goblin? Seen, I was the no. only one. I think in that case, Indra is literally just like... <laughs> Just basically like shuffling down, like doesn't know what to do a little bit, sort of thing. Yep. Definitely make a perception roll to yes. see him. Oh yeah, can I just like can I, can I, <laughs> That's a three. can I say I also do that? Yeah, of course. I got a seven. You can't tell, there's too many noises going on around you. You're in a your like line of sight is very broken up by all this foliage and all these trees and it's you can't work out at all where anything's coming from. Um I'm also gonna take my bonus action to hide Roll a stealth check. Oh, I got a 19 in my perception. Ooh. I got a 25. Yeah, you blend in very well. You find kind of a place where this bush is growing and you manage to find kind of an indent in it, which hugs your like silhouette quite nicely. And you just blend in well. Indra, you hear four separate noises coming back towards the group of you as you see one goblin, two goblins, three and four, all heading down towards where you are all situated currently. Uh, they're walking towards me, aren't they? They are. Can I ready an action? Your action was the perception checker. So Okie dokie. I will not ready <coughs> an action. So. Since my spell was a bonus action, I'm allowed to ready my action. Yeah, of course. So I'm going to get my hand load up and just get ready so that if one of them comes towards any of us... Within um, range. Within range, I will whack them. Excellent. This goblin here come down towards two, three, towards the green Wow, he's climbed a whole tree. Yeah, you hit them as this goes off as well. Just out of interest, what are the circles? Because I briefly thought they were trees, but you just put a, a goblin entirely on top of one. <laughs> In the tree. Oh, I did, didn't I? Okay. <laughs> It'll go it's there the and hit Azalea and stuff. Uh, so, Azalea, first of all, does a 19 hit. Yes, it does. Does a 22 hit. 22 will hit. You take eight slashing damage as the scimitar kind of 
this goblin's drawn it as it's running towards you, and it comes down and slashes across your chest. He took seven slashing damage as Xenia as just sort of like goes <laughs> and swings back in retaliation. Excellent. You see this kind of blood fly around, and it's looking pretty wounded. It's a very deep gash, but it's kind of clinging to life. Indra's your good. Okay, um, you see Indra, who is kind of hunkered down next to this tree. They have their umbrella, you kind of see them twist hands and it like kind of clicks, and then they sheath out, unsheath a rapier that was hidden in like the shaft of the umbrella, and they just go, <laughs> and give it a little slash. Or you are currently slash. hidden, so... I get advantage, right? Yeah. Um, but that was a natural one as one of them, and then um, a 17 plus 5, so like yeah, 20 okay. plus... Uh, what's a D8? That's a D8. Duh, bonk. 11 slashing damage. Okay, so you pull out your rapier and just from behind ram it through its back. And Azalea and Kettle, you both see this kind of point, this sharp metal object that you probably didn't see Indra drawing because you didn't really, you weren't really paying attention. Just exit his goblin and then just pull it back out as it just collapses mm. to the floor. Dead. I think, yeah, like the way Indra does it, anyone who's got kind of knowledge in swords and things, you can very much see that it's like very like overly formal almost like it's, it very much comes across like they've been taught how like the proper kind of fencing etiquette but have not really used it in actual combat before like so we're like and stab and stab <laughs> I mean, let's sad. let's say injuries they stood back up, elbowed the tree. It's <laughs> <laughs> that elbow yeah, really fucking hard. Like, ah, <laughs> you take two points of <laughs> damage. No! Something hit me, but I don't know what it was. So, um, and that's a surprise it. for later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll find yeah. out. So, the next one to go is this goblin here. As it runs up towards where it saw one of its friends die, sees Indra that's just kind of skewered it and slashes at them for a 13 to hit. That does not hit. As again, you see the scimitar, but you kind of catch it in your periphery and just manage to move slightly out of the way as it slides down next to you. Please don't demonstrate. <coughs> <laughs> Yarrow, you're next. That's me. And then Azalea, you're here. Okay. I'm gonna go for this man. So you can kind of hear him crawling around. You haven't got direct eye on him yet. Ooh, that's a 15 plus 7. That's gonna do it. Do the math, Ben. <laughs> you also get sneak attack. You are a rogue. Oh no, you're gonna have to do a lot of math. I don't know math. <laughs> so that's 7 plus 2 is 9 damage. Nice. So you kind of come out with your whip and you just manage to kind of catch it in such a way that it just catches its carotid artery and you just see it fall down in a spray of blood and this kind of scream behind it. As we'll a, have to roll for um, stealth again. That's your bonus action. <coughs> I mean, you got like... Any action yet. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you'd have to re-roll because that's happening. Thirteen. Okay. Seeing uh, this gobbo come towards Indra, um, Azalea would be like, <gasps> and she would run charging towards him, uh, and uh, with her halberd and just go, Voom! and just like, shut it, shut it, shut it, stab it by thrusting her halberd. So 
as the scimitar is kind of coming down from attacking Indra, you, it sees you and just manages to kind of parry your blade up, and your kind of halibur just misses slightly above its head. Um, I'll use my bonus action to whack it with the other end. Oof. Oof. No, um, the 12 no, again, you kind of come round, but this time it manages to bring the sword just in line with the shaft, and you kind of embed it in the sword. You can't get past it to do any sort of that driving impact that you're wanting to. She's uh, full of rage and <laughs> panic, and that's. Hello, here I go. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Gonna attack him with the advantage Ooh. because I have pack tactics. Excellent. Because I'm a fucking kobold. Um, that will be 22 to hit. That'll do it. If I can find the dice. I should have hidden them in a dark area, but it didn't like it. They got scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is 7 uh, bludgeoning damage as I would like to bonk him upon the noggin. Yeah, you're. he's very much kind of distracted by this halibird swinging at him and you just come around, just bring the end of your staff down on his neck and you just hear a <laughs> and the goblin just collapses onto the floor. No longer moving or breathing. That's enough out of you. This goblin now is. <laughs> it sees Yarrow and runs up and is going to make an attack at Yarrow. Does a 24 hit? Maybe. Yeah, bad time, but. That is three damage as this scimitar kind of gets a little bit caught in the brush that you're hiding in, but still manages to kind of carve a chunk out of your shoulder. Hefty. And then two other goblins that you haven't necessarily noticed. Oh no. That are stood on these two kind of large boulders by the kind of precipice of this hill. Both take shots at. One of them's going to take a shot at Kettle, and the other's going to take a shot at Yara. Oh. Kettle does a 11 hit. No. Yarrow does a 7 hit. No. So you're both just too obscured by this kind of undergrowth and all these trees and these arrows, you kind of feel them whip past you as definitely knowing they're meant for you, but they just don't quite find their marks. And we are up to Indra. I'm going to move forward to be next to Kettle here. Yeah. And do I see these two goblins, the ones that are firing? You do now, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Indra kind of raises their arm on with the kind of all the tattoos and things on it, and all the tattoos begin to change colour and glow this like dark, like royal blue colour. And they're just like, there's really no point in fighting, just give up. And you kind of feel this wave of like, you don't see anything, but you feel like this wave of negativity to kind of wash out past them. And I'm going to cast Bane on those three goblins. Charisma save? Yes. Eight for the first one, and a three for the second fail. There's three. They fall. All of them fail. So they all kind of feel this wave of kind of depressing energy and they can't quite clear it from their heads and you see them kind of closing their eyes and shaking their heads and like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think like the little symbols on Indra's arm, like they kind of like appear like around like in the sky around their heads for a second and disappear. If I take my bonus action to hide, will I get advantage on the attack? It obviously is successful. Yes, you will. If nice. it's successful. Natural 20! <laughs> you disappear around the trunk of that tree. Uh, this goblin has absolutely no idea where you've gone. Advantage on the attack. Oh yeah! <laughs> natural 20! <laughs> so, yeah. the way we do natural 20s in combat, for the people listening, is we automatically do maximum dice rolls plus another dice roll. And the plus another, so I get So, you, you will get... 2d6 full, so 12, plus another 2d6, oh, yeah. and Excellent. your modifier. 
Five plus two is seven. And again? Yeah, you can oh, take a second. Oh, fuck. So plus another four, so that's eleven plus twelve. So you do twenty-three damage to this goblin. Bye. You just, yeah, <laughs> spring, <laughs> spring out from behind this tree and just almost chop its head off with a whip, which is extremely impressive. And it is, yeah. Yeah. That whip, yeah. Is that whiplash carving wire? Carving wire. I haven't got the name. Cheese wire. wire. <laughs> Azalea, you're up. Petal, you're up. This one's dead as well. Indra's definitely like. <laughs> and it is a proper like resonating yeah. crack of this whip. Azalea, <laughs> sort of, her eyes widen in sort of this expression of utter shock, but. Subtle proudness at what she's just witnessed from her younger brother. Yeah. Um, so she is going to travel. That's 25 feet to get to the boulder. You would need an athletics check to get up that boulder just because it's. You can have to scramble up. Um, that is. That's a 21 get me up. There. Yes, you kind of. You don't even scramble, you just bounce. Oh. <laughs> she runs up and she sort of uses her halibut as like a pole oh, and just sort of like great. jumps up. Lands spinning the halibut as she then rams it into his gullet. You see fear come over this goblin's eyes as this armor-clad bunny, three feet tall, with this five-foot-tall halibut just appears in front of it, and you you see him kind of take a couple of steps back and is just genuinely frightened of you. So that gives you advantage on your roll. Okay, so upon landing, uh, teeth bearing this halibut, she tries to thrust it at this terrified goblin. So that's nineteen. Natural 20! Woo! Oh my god, this is an actual... Finally, I get to do something glorious. So she pole vaults up, lands, screaming, and just shunks it straight in... And shunk is a word, straight into his gut. Four slashing, so 14 slashing, 14 damage to Okay, so you watch as this bunny rabbit just goes up and just impales this goblin. You see it like... That's <coughs> <coughs> this kind of bloody spittle like erupts over you, you pull it out and it just slams off the back of this rock. Very, very dead. Everybody here is very violent. <laughs> Got to say, I was kind of hoping you just impale it from the throat all the way down like an like inside. A kebab. Like a kebab. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I retcon that? Can I say that <laughs> yes, I bolt up? Yes, it's so cool. But it's on the way down. Bolt <laughs> up. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those, you know, in the movies you see these things left for offerings and it's just gone oh, spare. Oh my god, just... he's been so a bit So I'm going to vault up using my cowbird, spin it around in the air, using both hands she sort of thrusts it down his throat. Um, as she lands, he is literally just impaled and the cowbird is almost impaled into the rock. It is so a solid inch into the rock. Yarrow sees it, he's just like... <laughs> she just like flicks all the blood off the halibut and is just like I, I love how you both had a moment like Oh you're really violent now Oh you're also really violent now. <laughs> Kettle is going to look at the situation around her and go like Well there's only one left so let's skip this one a go And I'm going to try and shoot an arrow at it with my hand crossed Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> Another natural 20 That'll what? be a 23 to hit That'll do it <laughs> Holy shit So 13 Piercing damage as I get it through its throat. You <laughs> literally, it's kind of, you can see it starting to look around like, oh, this is not a good thing for me, I should probably leave. And then it just looks back at you and you just watch as your arrow just goes straight through his eye and it just collapses backwards. Oh, it's good to know this thing works. My bane did nothing because everyone was killed in their first game. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
three natural twenties from the melee <laughs> <laughs> slash yeah. ranged fighters. Does that take Fucking hell! Well done, guys. That was deadly. Indra is visibly shaken up. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, done. just emerges from the bushes, just like. Azalea would like to hop down and do like almost superhero landing with her halberd as she comes off the rock. It's only five feet, so it, you think it looks. <laughs> yeah, sure. You it's think it looks you. a lot yeah. cooler looks, than, <laughs> and potentially it's Kessel. It looks quite cool, oh but to God, the two normal-sized people, you're just kind of like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Considering, yeah. don't don't forget, she is only three foot tall. <laughs> so she she lands. It's it's almost double her height. So she lands superhero landing, and then sort of stands up and runs over to Yarrow, and is just like, "Brother, are you hurt?" I have nine hit points now. <laughs> oh, just it grazed me. It grazed me. And she will whap, lay on hands, and cure the full ten health points that she's got to cure. You don't need to. You only need oh. to use the three. Three yeah. is only three. Okay, cure <laughs> three. Literally three. Calm down. I would say Kettle. You'll probably see this Indra. Potentially, if you're paying attention, you just see this kind of energy just kind of slowly knit the wound. Ooh. Well, that's quite interesting. How do you the... do that? Um. I'm not really sure. It was something a friend of mine taught me and showed me how to do. I'm hoping the wizards, when we do that little quest for them, um, I'm, I'm hoping they'll help explain it a bit more mm, for it's me. It's quite interesting because you didn't say any words and you normally need words for when you put your hands on people, I think. Are, are you Roll okay? a religion check. Are you okay though, Mrs. Alia? It looks like you're a little bit injured as well. Looking down, she sort of sees that she's got like a huge gash under one of her ribs. 17. She's just slowly pouring blood out. She's just like... Oh, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, he definitely looks down. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, <laughs> what do I do now? You healed oh, me, oh, I did not do you. I she... don't know, that looks really bad, actually. <laughs> oh, you should get that looked at. <laughs> it's okay, don't worry. She sort of slaps a hand over it and you just see this weird glow happen again. It's almost like the fur rustles back together. <laughs> yeah, and the fur sort of, yeah, just rustles itself back together and the bleeding stops and she takes her hand away and just goes... See? Much better. Ooh. How do you do that? You had one kobold in your tribe that received a similar gift. Mm-hmm. None of you ever understood where it was from, mm. but there was a much more, because you've occasionally had sorcerers or those that have been able to perform magic like kind of you were, mm. but this was a much more delicate magic generally that it was used for. It was quite a kind-natured kobold in your tribe and you've so you've seen something similar that they didn't really know what it came from necessarily but you have seen something similar so it wouldn't be too much of a surprise for you well that is interesting it it it's a different color but i have seen something like that before oh really where did you see at home I haven't been many places. I've been home and I've been here. That's about it. Oh, well, no wonder I traveled. Perhaps, perhaps you can tell me about it a little bit more over a cup of tea. Yes, maybe. I can't remember their name, but I remember what they did with their hands. It was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. But now we should probably deal with whatever. Like I'm sure there's more gobbles. Yes, I think gobbles. we should. We should find their chief. Gobbles. What you see kind of 40, like 30, 40 feet above you on the where the hill kind of crests is a cave, cave like cave entrance that's looked like it's been carved from the side of this hill. And as you kind of get closer to it, you see it slowly winds down into the kind of centre of this hill and you just kind of lose the vision as it goes kind of 30, 40 feet away from you and curves around the side. 
Well, I think goblins tend to sort of hide in caves, so that's probably the correct way to go down yes, there. Yes, that is quite common of them to do that. They're very sneaky, although the tribe was also in a cave. Maybe we're sneaky too. I don't know. Lots of sneakiness going around. Wow. Speaking of, Ooh. you are very good at hiding. Maybe. Yes, Mysterious. Mr. Yarrow, you kept on disappearing. It oh, was... don't worry. You get used to it. You mm. will. I will disappear. Will you come back? Okay. Maybe. Oh, now that is intriguing. <laughs> I like to give you a cliffhanger. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. Ooh. Okay. I think Indra, like, they kind of um shake off their sword and just kind of like back into the umbrella and then put it up again. That is them. also very cool. Oh, th- thank you very much. It's, um, well, it tends to sort of rain where I am and I thought best to defend yourself out in the wild. So two and one, you know. Yes, that is an absolutely gorgeous blade. As Ayla sort of hops over a little bit and is just like, may I have a closer look? Um, I suppose so. And they kind of like, they sort of half take it out and like show you like, <laughs> there you go. She sort of raises a paw to touch it and is just like, can I touch it? It's quite sharp, but I suppose so. So she just sort of like very gently puts one little bit of her paw on it and it's just like, wow, it is absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you very much. It was um. Where did you get it? Oh, uh, uh, something like a friend, I suppose, actually gave it to me when I, uh, a, a year or so ago. Oh, like my friend gave me mine. She sort of like shunks the halibut into the dirt a bit and just like, see, specially made. Good just for rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have such mysterious friends. Yarrow, do you have a mysterious friend as well? Psst. I think Yarrow is the mysterious friend. Oh, you're the mysterious friend. Oh, uh, that is exciting. I can be, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery <laughs> and friendship and friendship. Let's go and kill some goblins, huh? Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a brilliant idea. That works for me. Yes, I suppose that's why we're out here in the first place. And we go and kill the goblins. You move to enter the cave, leaving these six goblin corpses just kind of. Oh, actually, oh, I yeah. did puddles behind have you. Want to look at the corpses? Okay. I just want to just go see. on. Then. Go on. Then. For any that's so many natural twenties. Another twenty. We're using them all up before the difficult fights. <gasps> we I are. Like oh shit! <laughs> Can I roll it again? <laughs> I want to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> you find scattered amongst all the corpses. They each have a very kind of basic scimitar. That it looks like that is you know standard. Probably been stolen from someone not maintained very well. There's some rust on the blade, it's kind of pockmarked. They each have a short bow slung over them, much in the same condition. Between them you probably find 20 bolts and they have a couple of scatterings of kind of coins that amounts to about 13 silver. I have an anal query. (laughs) Do you? Okay. (laughs) Hey, wait, wait. Expulsive? Most of them have shed themselves no. because of the way they died. That is generally what happens. <laughs> really, really, really gruesome dance as well. Um, or retentive. You said hand bows. Short bows. Short bows. And then you said bolts. Are we going to differentiate um, between bolts and arrows in this campaign? I meant arrows. Okay, good. I don't pick any up. Because I need bolts. <laughs> you need crossbow bolts. Yeah. Well, no, I don't need them. I've got 19. But, like, I don't have a crossbow. Is okay. my point. Do I see any symbols or of any description, any ties to anything? Not that you can see on these. You uh, roll kind of an insight for, I think, insight. Yeah, but that was for investigation to find uh, stuff. 
What is it? Insight? Yes. I got unnatural 20. Okay, you would think that these are literally just the grunts. They're not going to have any sort of paraphernalia, really. They're just being, you know, looting stuff and taking it back to the cave. Okay. I would like to do a nature roll or some such that you decide is actually appropriate. Come to my brain. Are there any components that are made of part of a goblin that I would know are very useful to my medicine things? No. No. They're not a particularly... Helpful. Yeah, helpful entity. Okay. Just a gross little man. Just gross little men. Straight to the point. <laughs> Azalea would like to walk around to each corpse and make sure that their eyes are closed. Um, and she'd just sort of begin muttering to herself, you know, oh, such such a waste, such a waste of life. Guys, I think perhaps maybe, maybe we should move them together and bury them. Oh yeah, it I'm, is a good idea to hide the corpses. <laughs> I am, um, I, 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 bury them. Bury them, Yara. You yeah, know, so that, that, they w- that would be much better, actually. To the forest and become a part of nature. They won't get torn apart by animals or anything. I have to be honest with you, Azalea. Um, goblins are the scum of the earth and were never part of nature to begin with because they are made of pure darkness and stank. So we don't need to worry about them. You could just throw them in a pile. We also don't really have time, I don't think. No. We can at least put them in the shrubs. I think that will be at least um, a good... I... It's nature, Azalea. Don't look at me like that. She's sort of like her her bottom lip is quivering and she's just... You can see her little nose is twitching a little bit more than normal. Just And her eyes are sort of like... She's getting all blubbery. <laughs> but, 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 but they're a part of nature. We must return them to Mother Nature. Bushes are nature. We could put them in the bush. Can we at least... Put them nicely together and cover them up with some leaves and some some other branches, etc. Azalea, he, he leans in and holds your paws and goes, you can do that. I got to be honest, um, I've looked at the four of us and none of us are particularly strong. So I think it will take us a very long time to do it. And I don't care. Adiaro <laughs> doesn't care. Well... Like I said, I'm happy as long as we put them all together in a bush and then just allow me to cover them over a bit. Okay. Okay, I'm willing to help with that. I agree with your terms, Azalea. And he's going to get up, stretch a little bit, and he's going to go off and get In Indra will go and get the other one kind of reluctantly. Azalea will get the one that fell down behind the rock and sort of slowly just drag him. <laughs> with her paws She's on trying. <laughs> giving it her all. <laughs> I mean, it's a struggle, but they're not huge. They're a little bit bigger than you, so it wouldn't take too long. For I mean, you she to has do. a strength of fifteen. So yeah, she's yeah. Not yeah. Everyone else here has a strength of ten. <laughs> oh, well, oh my god, we all do. Yeah, that's why I was saying like <laughs> it's really weak. We <laughs> are. I mean, technically, we're an averagely strong group. So yes, and one hench rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, wreck on that. Then you just see Azalea grab. The <laughs> can throw him over and he lands perfectly <laughs> to the bush. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll go for that. She lobbed him. It's kind now. No, she's just going to grab him by the arm and sling him over her shoulder and just sort of like hop along a little bit and just be like, do, 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 do. And then yeah, his feet are kind of dragging on the floor a little bit, yeah. but it's still like. And she just sort of like pops You just hear the elbow kind of go as he puts all the weight on it and you just see the arm bone just pop out from the skin and there's just like. That does not sound like it's meant to happen. Indra will go over and kind of like reluctantly grab this one. Probably just like literally grab it by like the shoe and like drag it. (laughs) These ones all died together. Indra, don't be silly. Goblins don't wear shoes. Oh, I just grab it by the big toe. Oh. This one has one boot on that has a hole yeah, through it's, it. It's, 
<laughs> Indra is yeah. sticking out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> now you can take your pick. Pick two or shoe. <laughs> Indra is actually just grabbing the shoe, shoe, just like, I just want to leave the situation and make things better. I'm just going to put the goblin with the others. So you're trying to hide these corpses? Yes. Roll upon, a. Upon survival. seeing Indra struggling with the shoe situation, Azalea would come over and just kind of like lift the gobbo up by its hips and again pop it on her shoulder it's a very weird sensation it's just like the sack of meat just like bouncing as against she, your back and she just sort of like hops away with it no no it's okay miss thank, it's thank you thank you very much <laughs> as, as she's now got all the corpses together you can just see her you can see the sadness she's in, praying she's definitely. praying she's not quite sure who she's praying to yet she just knows that she has to pray because she doesn't fully she understand it's polite it's polite it's oh. polite oh. dear um, <laughs> big Person, big <laughs> god of goblins, I beseech thee, um, goblins don't these, have gods. these brothers I bring back to your nature and earth, and with I hope their souls are guided to light. And she just sort of like chucks leaves over them. As you're saying that, you feel a very slight breeze that's almost warm just kind of drift past you. Ooh. Kettle coughs. Thank you, Kettle. <laughs> it's, it's not strong enough for anyone else to notice. It's just kind of like a Ooh. very slight kind of... I was about to say, you guys probably see um, Azalea's ears twitch slightly as that breeze happens. She's just like, oh. You manage to kind of disguise the drag marks pretty well and um, you get kind of a few broken branches and stuff and just merge it in fairly well. Like, it's not going to stand up to anyone that's really looking hard, but people who are just glancing through the area aren't going to see this pile of goblin corpses. I was going to say, after Good. the prayer, Azalea is going to go round in a circle and just dig and just try and bury them by digging and you just see her throwing dirt. <laughs> Yara is just following please. behind, just kicking it back in. Yeah! <laughs> 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 just, just like a little bunny would dig. Yeah. yeah. So Azalea thinks she's doing a really good job and Yara's like, oh, it's not going to help, is it? Like, just... Azalea, I've already done it! <laughs> It's fine, just leave it. Can we move on, please? And, and she gets round to the to the front where she started. She sort of like gets one little leg out and pats it down with her foot. Oh. It's just like, <sighs> much better. Shall we? I would like to add a note because Kettle, well, you wouldn't know, but Kettle actively did not involve herself in any of this. She just kind of watched the whole thing. Just as a point. <laughs> Background yeah, reference. Yes. Just for background noise. Yes, there, like, goblin oh, racist. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's a new floor. I've just added it to my character sheet. Good. Goblin racist. She's goblin racist. Oh, I like it. We'll work some into your backstory. <laughs> it already works into my backstory. We shared a forest with goblins. Yeah, like no, but something they particularly traumatic. That's it's D&D, Great. isn't it? Thank no. you. <laughs> Edge Lord. Should we go into the goblin cave now? We've spent ten minutes burying Post editing Asta here. If you've made it this far, thank you so, so much for listening to our silly little podcast. Apologies for any audio imperfections. I tried my best to smooth everything out, but realistically, it's just us playing D&D with a microphone in the middle. Uh, so just put up with it. We don't have any sort of posting scheduled as of yet, just because our personal schedules are hectic enough and it's just me doing all the editing uh, alongside my full-time job. So didn't fancy setting ourselves up to fail there. But when we do post, we'll be sure to blast it on our socials. We currently have a Twitter and an Instagram. Both their handles are at D and Disaster, all one word. Our dungeon master is Ben. Myself, Asta, plays Yarrow. Eden plays Indra, Cheryl plays Azalea, and Fran plays Kettle. Our intro song is Behemoth by Moulettes from their album Preternatural. For some reason people don't know about Moulettes, 
but yet they've been my favourite band for quite literally years. Um, so if you can show them the love, please do. I don't know if I have the power to say such a thing, but if you can, do it. Anyway, I will see you next time. Be disastrous, break a window, or don't. Uh, bye!